Stand by to receive our transmission. Where are you boys from in the world? Alabama, sir. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to the Bama Geeks Podcast. We're four friends diving into our favorite pop culture topics with a dash of Southern charm. Right, we have the tools, we have the talent. It's Miller time. Whoa, this is heavy. Pizza dude's got 30 seconds. Wait, what? Crazy? You didn't say I was crazy. You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude, man. You want something done, you've got to do it yourself. Be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes! So grab your biscuits and gravy, a glass of sweet tea, and enjoy the nerdy hospitality of Brock and Jessica Parker, Bo Bearden, and Kevin Gardner. This is the way. This is the way. And welcome into episode 33 of the Bama Geeks. Hope you are doing extremely well. Hello, hello. 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 How you doing? <laughs> Oh, we are all tired for various <laughs> reasons. Yeah. Busy um, week. Bad, busy weekend. Been working. Been playing. Mm-hmm. Been a whole lot of... It's been a great weekend. Uh, and being too, old. Too short. You get the old... I, I got to... Man, it's been 90 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> we already said, we're old. <laughs> I was trying to contribute it to staying up late and working and Kevin working outside. But no, no just and like, being old. old. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So uh, I'm Brock Parker. Hope you're doing well. We appreciate you joining us as always. For us, it is Sunday night. For you, I hope you're having a good time no matter what time it is. But uh, we'll round table real quick, go around the room, see what's happening. And uh, Bo, what's been going on with you, man? We'll start with you, Bo Bearden. Long, long time no see, I guess. <laughs> it's only <laughs> been four hours since we <laughs> yeah. last left you. I'm trying to think, see, since last time we recorded, mostly worked and then rolled around. And then we had, you know, of course, what we're going to discuss, Magic City Con. Had the kiddo with me all weekend. He had a very good time. He enjoyed it. He did. Um. <laughs> I know it's not on our table to talk, but I'll, at least I'll bring it up. You guys eventually watch it. I watched the new Beavis and Butthead movie, which oh, yeah. if you're if you're a fan of the franchise, if you know you're one of ours, one of those mm-hmm. uh, want to be delinquent children, but teens, but you weren't one, but you live vicariously through them, then watch it. They <laughs> they they do a great job of bringing Beavis and Butthead to current year, but it's still very funny. Mm-hmm. And beyond that, uh, that's about it. I guess the rest of it we'll talk here later yeah. on. All right. Kevin, how about you, buddy? What's been going on, Mr. Gardner? I uh super stoked that I actually got to come to Magic City Con. I, I yeah. uh, it was kind mm-hmm. of up, uh, but I, I got up that morning. I was like, man, heck yeah, we're gonna go. I actually did uh probably one of the better pictures I've done in a while. It's my profile <laughs> picture now on, on Facebook, the, the picture of me in Quidditch. So I had several people stop and tell me, man. I've seen your costume before and I can tell the difference. It's got the logo, the, uh, the patch on it now. And I was like, yeah. So that hour and a half sitting down there recording <laughs> and talking about cosplay while I was sewing the patch was worth it. Yeah. It so, paid off for you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And Which is um, a, before you go on, that's a perfect segue to, in case you want to see this video it is a Patreon yeah. exclusive patreon.com slash Bama geeks. You can go and mm. and uh, Kevin will school you on sewing that patch. It's 
it, it, basically, guys, if you want to hear me jaw on about all my costuming history, which I've been cosplaying for, I think, about 20, 20, 22 years, something like that at this point, just off and on, I'm just kind of going over my history while I'm sitting there sewing a patch with no thimble. Never had a thimble. And I, and I still managed not to uh, to stick myself. Yeah. But today, um, <laughs> instead of going to the convention, I worked on my fence, which, I mean, I sound like a broken record here. But it's a very long project when you're doing it by yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting some, getting some good progress. And as I normally do, I do a post about posts where I'm talking about posts and building the fence. And so I did a post today and I was like, and you know, one of the more pleasant parts of actually building a fence is actually putting the, you know, at least for my design is actually putting the welded wire up. Five minutes later, I hit my thumb <laughs> with a hammer. Okay. Ouch. And I'm over here and I've got it under um, under ice right now, um, <laughs> trying to keep it from swelling so I don't lose my fingernail. Um, so <laughs> the lesson to me is don't ever say it's pleasant until it's done. Yeah. What you, should, what, you should, what you should do is you should take that thimble you're not using to sew with and use it when you hammer. <laughs> That's, you know. I don't have one big enough for my thumb, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's the segment of The More You Know. Now you know, I, uh, and knowing is half the battle. Yes. Body massage. So, yeah, the, the, the fence is, the, I mean, the, the progress is there. The fence is coming along. If anybody ever, you, you want to keep up with the progress on it, feel free to reach out to me on any of the socials. I'm pretty easy to find. Um, or just hit me up on Instagram, and you, get, you can follow with the madness, too. Not complete with self-injury. <laughs> Fun. If you're on the fence about learning about fence. <laughs> it's a pretty good one. I, if I don't say so myself, which I do say so myself. Uh, I'm the one who did it. Yeah, it looks but, great, man. Yeah, take yeah, pride in your yeah. work, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, whenever we get a storage building, we're probably going to tear down our fence just to get this, the building into the backyard and then have to rebuild it. So, uh so we know we, it's good to know a guy that knows something about fencing. <laughs> we're not talking about with swords. We're talking about fences. <laughs> or, or selling stolen goods. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, good deal. Well, Jess. Hey. So uh, what, what's been going on with you? Well, I mean, you ought to know. You live with me. We're married. We've established this. <laughs> yes, but the, but, I don't know. I just but the just, studio audience doesn't know. I just felt like huh. being a smart aleck for just a few minutes. So that's fine. You're not one very often. So <laughs> we've had a busy month of June. We really have. We've had something going on every single weekend. Thank goodness it's almost July. July's gonna slow down a little bit for us. It, it will a little bit. I mean, <laughs> well, for, for the weekend stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we got to. It, the, the last two weekends we've we've uh been weekends that we've enjoyed with friends um uh last weekend uh what was that the weekend of hot father's day weekend yeah uh we had the avril levine and machine gun kelly concert <laughs> <laughs> but i got a i got a little surprise earlier in the earlier in the week um uh my friend katie ambrose messaged me that her and her husband Chase, we're going to be in Birmingham that weekend as well. Uh, they are friends over in uh, Georgia that we usually don't get to see them till about, you know, Dragon Con once a year. So I was very happy to hear from them that they were going to be in town and wanted to kind of get together for a little bit. So we 
we got to have dinner with them uh, prior to the concert. And uh, yeah, uh, Chase and Katie had come over to see Troll 2. They were doing that part of the sidewalk <laughs> film series here in Birmingham. And uh, yeah, one of the worst horror movies. Actually, one of the worst movies I've heard that's ever been made. So, um, But the Alabama connection to that is mm -hmm. there's a dentist that lives in Alexander City. Yes. And he was in the movie. Right. And, and he, he was and there he, that night, there. too. Yeah. yeah. Made an appearance that night. So. Uh, looks like they had a great time with that. And um, so we had dinner. We went to the concert later on. They went to their thing with the with Troll 2. And yeah, Avril Lavigne and Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. Know a lot about Avril. Been a fan of Avril. That's Brock because uh, that's his guilty pleasure. I, I've mentioned it before. Yeah, Avril. Avril's first album dropped when I was working uh, in that format in, in radio as, as a DJ. So I've been I've been a her entire career been a fan of hers and I have no shame about it whatsoever. <laughs> you know, so she, she's got a 20 year, uh, library, a 20 year, wow. You know, history of, of music. And she came out there for 10 songs. Yeah. And I understand it was machine gun Kelly's tour, but when you, you've got 20 years under your belt and lots of music, we could have used a little, and she's a little more Avril, but, but she's machine the reason Kelly she, was out there for like an hour. Oh no, Machine Gun Kelly was out there for almost two hours. Yeah, it was crazy the amount of songs he did. Yeah, and I didn't know a single one of them. <laughs> None, I, I, I of mean, look, look. None of us it, knew. It was entertaining to watch. He had one of the best stage setups I've ever seen. He did have an awesome stage setup. The, the yes. stage show was good. The music, the the music minus the minus the lyrics, mm -hmm. the music was good. Yeah. His his guitarists, his band, oh man, was. Yeah super talented mm -hmm. the music itself was fantastic the lyrics mm. <laughs> and, yeah and mm. i got i gotta i gotta say this much uh about this when when i in the 80s uh i was living in eufaula alabama which is right next door to columbus georgia the beastie boys came and mm. performed a concert in columbus and they pulled out uh an inflatable 21 foot long uh male appendage i'll just leave it at that we're promptly arrested by columbus police right off the stage <laughs> because of <laughs> decency laws machine where did they Kelly. get that at <laughs> Dude, <laughs> look they, they had to fight for the right to inflate it yeah. so <laughs> they quickly they lost excited. that right yeah they quickly lost that right um but uh alabama is a relatively conservative state as most people know uh, I was waiting for a similar incident when Machine Gun Kelly just bust out a joint on stage, lights it up, and just starts smoking. And I'm like, I I started looking around for the Birmingham police, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this is this is not going to go over well. It's not legal here yet, and so uh, nothing happened. He continued to perform. He continued to smoke. He continued to use uh, a lot of language. And I bring up that point only because about halfway through his show, he brought up a bunch of kids on stage. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Was smoking around the kids, cussing around the kids. And these kids are like seven. Yeah. Eight. These are, these are young. These kids. are tiny kids. Yeah. And that, that threw me off a little bit. I was like, what? And then he gets other. Yeah. These guys, these kids are so pure, man. You gotta, you gotta keep them wholesome and pure. And I'm like, and you're doing this. So, uh, it was, it was a show. 
Yeah. It, it was definitely yes. a show. <laughs> I mean, my, I left out of there. And one of the first things I said to Brock, I was like, yeah. And this is a, this is why I kind of stick to the eighties and the nineties with my music choices. Mm -hmm. I usually, you know, I'm, I'm in the past when it comes to music. So a lot of anything really that's 2014 or newer, I'm a little out of touch with. Yeah. I know who people Let's are, but I mean, I don't necessarily listen to their music. So let's just put it this way. We beat the traffic. No, we yes, did. We did. Yeah. We beat yeah, the we, traffic. We, we, yes, we, we beat the traffic out. That was a, that was a plus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and my kids were here because it was Father's Day weekend. Mm -hmm. And, you know, thankfully, my kids don't like any of this, this music either. My kids actually like the music that we like. They like the 80s and 90s stuff a yeah. lot. They, they do know. Naturally, they know and enjoy a lot of the modern music. But mm -hmm. uh, I'd ask, you know, my kids, I'm like, do you guys want to go to the Avril concert? knowing good and well, I was not going to take them because I know the language that Avril uses <laughs> and I had only heard about machine gun Kelly. And so there was no way I was going to take them, but I just wanted the, <laughs> I wanted the assurance that they did not want to go see them. So I felt good about leaving them at home. And so they're like, yeah, we don't know any of their music. It's fine, dad. Go ahead. Okay, good. Well, it's not I'll, I'll, I'll have, you know, Brock, after we left the concert, I, went on Spotify and I put on Machine Gun Kelly's music and mm -hmm. I got through half of a song and I was like, it's just not yeah. much better, really. Yeah. It's just yeah. not it's just not my kind of music. I mean he's it's not my he's, thing. Yeah. I, I'm sure he's all right. And there were definitely some kids there that were really, really digging his music. And I was mm -hmm. like, this yeah. must be what it feels like, Bo, yeah. to be old. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well I this guess was I, a, <laughs> this was the big time get off my lawn uh well, feeling. So what I've done now is like I've realized I've passed the intended demographic. So, <laughs> I, you know, I, you yeah. know, like, like like Brock said, I would probably would have been like him. I mean, like I said, even though I'm you know I'm not a huge Hour fan, I know no couple of her songs, and I would have enjoyed her aspect of it, and then been like, hey, that was when I was still target demographic. Now I'm not, and this guy is aiming yeah. for the target demographic. So, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, but yeah, like Kevin said, he had, he had a great stage presence and setup and everything. The uh, the opening. You know, they had this big fake helicopter tied to the ceiling and it went around from the front of the front of the arena to the back of the arena and, you know, had a ladder on it. He came up right in front of us, which if you go to if you go to at Bama Geeks on TikTok, you can see this video and 11,000 people have. <laughs> We're and, famous. Yeah. Thanks, Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. And so we posted up, hey, Machine Gun Kelly arrives in Birmingham. Mm -hmm. That's all we said. Mm -hmm. And then just showed him 15 seconds being lifted out of this box onto this helicopter. Mm -hmm. And I guess just people on the internet being people on the internet left some uh, less than stellar comments. Yes. And it's just like, okay. You know, they were just bashing, bashing Alabama, bashing machine gun kelly and i'm just like all i did was just put up a little 15 second hey. video of him yeah. being lifted by a both of those are easy targets though i mean <laughs> yeah really, really, really. to be fair yeah well <laughs> i get i get the impression and too based on a lot of his the things he was doing in the concert you know the internet will put you into the box and you know yeah. we're gonna kill the internet tonight yeah, and, yeah, yeah this whole thing about big inflatable giant thing with a monitor uh, on its head yeah. Because I am the internet, you are nothing, and it's like, yeah. So it's basically you must stay his, in your box. Yeah, his yeah. his whole concert was Machine Gun Kelly versus the internet, and 
you know what? I'm glad he's controversial because he got us 11,000 views on TikTok on that video. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, Machine Gun Kelly. We really appreciate it. Yeah. And, 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 and thank you, Alabama, for being a lightning rod as well. We appreciate <laughs> it. Yes, yes. Thank you. <laughs> well, except for, from the time I watched it, like I said, it had a good crowd reaction. I mean, it sounded like it was pretty loud there from mm-hmm. coming out yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, you can imagine Brock and, and Jess and I are sitting there watching this, and I'm like, he's going to come out of that spot. He's going to come mm-hmm. out of there. That's why they've got that back there. It's going to come. And sure enough, the little helicopter yeah. starts flying back there. Mm-hmm. And it's and, and thankfully, Brock was good enough to you know have the camera up and, and got a really good video of it. Yeah. And sadly, there's a lot more footage of him on my phone than I really wish there was. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he practically does an entire song hanging from this helicopter yeah he got, yeah, yeah. Up there mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and that was one of the like twelve thousand songs that he did while he was there yeah um <laughs> yeah he was yeah, on the stage a was... very 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 long time did he do any kind of cover or anything something you knew no no, no. wow nope. no covers nothing, nothing. no yeah. and and in my brain i'm sitting there thinking there's no way i'm going to last halfway through his set but then he he brought Avril out for one song, mm-hmm. and I got to, I got back on my feet, and I was very happy because Avril was there. And then Avril left the stage, and I sat back down. And everybody <laughs> else stood up around me, and I'm just like, I'm too old for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, you know what, we didn't expect to see Billie Eilish this year, and we did, mm-hmm. and I did not get it. I did not expect to see Avril again. It's been 14 years since I've seen her. And I was not going to miss her. And if I had to sit through, if I had to sit through Machine Gun Kelly for a little bit, then I had to sit through Machine Gun Kelly. But it was. Let me tell you something. One of the things I was was amazed about about this concert, though, it started four minutes early. Yeah, the concert started four (laughs) minutes early. Like I I was like, okay, we're we're about to be in for a long concert if they're starting it early. And Mm -hmm. sure enough, like like you said, Mm -hmm. Machine Gun Kelly was out there for like two hours. Yeah, yeah, legit. Two hours. Wow. Just, like, man, this guy's got like a crazy catalog. See, it should have been the other way around. It should have been Avril was out there for two hours. Yeah. I'm sure she has you know she has a bigger catalog, but hey, you know, I digress. Yep. But uh, you know, it was good to go to a concert and the you know, Kevin, Jess, and I, we got to go hang out and enjoy it. And we got like Jess said, we got to eat dinner with Chase and Katie uh mm-hmm. beforehand, uh at the Southern in the little uptown area of Birmingham that's one of our favorite restaurants to eat at. So, yep. So yeah, that's a, that's our machine gun Kelly review. That was, yeah, <laughs> that was father's day weekend. Yeah. And, uh, what a great gift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now not we quite have... as bad as Walmart, but close. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see 50 guys a little at machine gun Kelly at Walmart. True. Very yeah, true. Yes. Will. Yeah. <laughs> there was actually a guy running up the stands while we were there that looked like him. And I was like, is that actually machine gun Kelly? People aren't freaking out. No, he's just dressed <laughs> like him. Okay. No, nah, he just just wants to be him. Not him, yeah. but he wears the uniform. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> but he did stay at a Holiday Inn Express. Yes. <laughs> well, to, to, to counteract Machine Gun Kelly, Jess and I are going to go see Elton John in in uh, Yay! in September. Yay! So that'll, cleanse that'll, your that'll, palate. I will. Yeah, cleanse. That, that'll bring us back oh, down to our age. The group. palate will be so cleansed. Yes. <laughs> so you yeah. Got me- uh, go all, ahead, you got, all you guys doing all these concerts now got me thinking I need to go one. It's been a while since I've been to one. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think our last concert I went to was Alice Cooper, wasn't it? Oh, Alice Cooper, yes. That well, was, and then yeah. what you and um Kevin are going, uh Brock and Kevin, y'all are gonna go see where uh, Weird Al. In August. In yeah. August, yeah. yeah. So yeah, you'll August, get that yeah. before. 
So yeah, there will definitely be a cleansing yeah. of the of the but, palate. But, but Bo's talking about once he can go through the whole right, right. Yeah, no, I'm like, trying to think. You know, she's yeah. You've got me now well, thinking. I'm like looking over here on the uh, Ticketmaster <laughs> on the side over here, thinking what's what's coming that I want to see. See, Bo, Bo you can you can go to Allison Chains with me if you want to, man. I'm, I'm thinking about going by myself. You can go see Allison Chains. When is it? Get some grunge. When is it? September 28th. Okay. That'll be a where's that going to be at? Alpharetta, Georgia. Uh, oh, okay. okay. Hmm. And the, see, the schedule works out good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, well, there's one concert I want to see, but unfortunately, the two dates that he's they're closest to, if there's a rock band called Ghost, I want to mm -hmm. see them. The two dates they are there, he's there in Huntsville that Thursday. We all leave for Dragon Con, oh. and and they're in it, that Gwinnett Atlanta area the Saturday of Dragon Con. Mm. So, like, I'm oh. going to be near it, but can't go. <laughs> no, take an Uber. Nah. So close, but so far away. I play. I, I I pay a good bit of money to have a good time at Dragon Con, and this is my family reunion for the yeah. year. So, mm -hmm. all right. not splitting I, I, it. I'll I'll see the concert eventually. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> so, uh, did we do anything else, Jess? The last couple of weeks? <laughs> no, I mean the weekends have been busy. Like I said, we'll just we'll just roll on in on into this weekend that we're currently currently in weekend. Well, well, we'll, we'll touch on Magic City Con in a second. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, we've we've got to do this uh we got to get a shout shout out to jennifer yes um there's a new store in hunts not huntsville hoover, hoover. <laughs> this ties in we, we were at magic city con all weekend and we're going to get to that but right across the near where magic city con was held a brand new uh uh toy and and nostalgia store it's called nostalgia mm -hmm. uh in hoover and we'll go ahead and Show you the Facebook page. We we've got to give uh the store and, and Jennifer the owner. We gotta give her some love. Absolutely. Uh what she she's been there for what three weeks now? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so just less than a month. She's she's been um in business and what Bo, you it showed up on your sponsored messages. Yeah, it, or it showed up like one of those suggested pages you need to like or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's is like, hey, this guy likes toys and old stuff from the 80s. You <laughs> <like this." laughs> really? Look, he's old. He's <laughs> over here. <laughs> Facebook's yeah. always watching. The always algorithm. Listening. Well, you know what? This is this is one instance that I, I was very glad that yes. it was it was watching and listening because uh we do after Magic City Con ended today, we went over to uh the store uh and and the Facebook page, just look up nostalgia dash hoover, you can see it there on your screen. And uh yeah, Birmingham is sorely lacking in the vintage toy store mm -hmm. uh department. We, I, I, it's something that I've even contemplated after I retired is opening one because there's just nothing around here. Well, now this, this lady has, has opened it and it is absolutely fantastic there. She's got stuff from, from the 1950s on, you know, to present, mm -hmm. uh, she had really cool, uh, really cool old stuff. And Bo, you got a you got a pretty good deal in there today. Yes, yes. I um I've been on the I've been on the hunt for a um I'm trying to look here at the name of it. it's the Lorna Brook Village is the shopping center is what it's called. That's what I was trying to look. I'm looking on it, Google Maps here. So it's over near Best Buy and Michaels in that area. Yeah, yeah. but very, uh, very near the Galleria. Yeah, yeah. 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 But uh, I've been uh, I've been eyeballing wanting me an original Xbox. My original one I lost unfortunately in a move. But I've been like slowly eyeballing them on Facebook Marketplace and other places, and a couple of places have had a couple of people in places that have deals for them. But um, 
we just had to walk in there and she had one um the the console and four controllers doesn't have the audio the audio or video or power cable but uh she said she said last she knew of it it worked she said if i have no issue with it she said she's the only one there working there right now so she knows she sold it to me so she's <laughs> like if i have any issues with it i've got a power cable coming but she's like if i have any problems i can bring it back she'll you know she'll work with me but uh i got a like an original xbox with four controllers and like i said I'll, I'll drop the price it was 50 bucks which was incredible deal yeah incredible that, that's a screaming deal, deal. Like even like even if I got it, it doesn't work. I I'm okay paying that for having it for my display because I I want to have all some a lot of the old consoles that mean a lot mm -hmm. to me. I want to have it for my display. Mm -hmm. So I mean, but uh, like, so once I get it hooked up, I may that's what I may do. Ooh, there's an idea for some extra stuff when I get my power cord, which I ordered it through Amazon. It should be here Tuesday. If I got time Wednesday, I will record a video hooking up and we'll see how it goes. We'll do that oh, together. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Good I'll do that. I'll do yeah. that. Awesome. So yeah, we'll see how that works out. But yeah, like she, she gave, she was, you could tell she's very trying to catch up and get everything. She was, she kept apologizing. She's like, I'm sorry, this place is such a mess. And, we're, and like Brock and Jess and I are like, no, this is, this is the way it should be. This is okay. Mm -hmm. We we want to go digging through everything yeah. because that's where you find the little treasures. We want to go on the hunt. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, it's just an incredibly sweet lady. Um, yeah. So yeah, Bo got his Xbox for, for $50, uh, a, a great deal. Mm -hmm. and in the interest of fairness uh okay i found i found a little uh delorean that when you back to the future delorean that when you pull it back it you know it goes forward found that just got uh an old an old telephone one of these old see-through yeah. yeah look at that look at this right here yeah it's just it's everybody it remembers up anything. those man oh man well, I don't know because, um, I mean, Jennifer said it worked. She said it worked when she yeah. actually plugged it in. Here's the thing. We don't have a phone jack. No, we don't even Who have does? Yeah. <laughs> To my knowledge, I do not have any type of a landline or, not seen one. or phone jack in my house. Yeah. I, you know, <laughs> never had to have a but use still, for it. Still a great display piece. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, absolutely. That, that's old. That that's old sitting in high school. <laughs> Mom, the phone's ringing. How yeah. can you tell? Because it's blinding. You know, you know just, only... just you could probably get an adapter to plug yeah. into that to get it to, to get the get it to actually stay on, so you could just that leave would... it on if you wanted to. Oh, that to. would be cool. Oh, yeah. my power too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because so, I'm. I mean, it looks similar to the one I had. It's not exactly like the one I had, but it's very close. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I miss when technology was doing that clear thing or like, mm -hmm. you know, there for a while it got popular mm -hmm. to do the colored clear. Yeah. Like I got that purple Game Boy I have that's mm -hmm. translucent. Yeah. Yeah. Nintendo definitely jumped on that wave pretty hard. Yeah. And maybe <laughs> just because of the fact that it's just stuff that is not, you don't see anymore. Yeah. I've, I've kind of gravitated to finding old phones. I mean, I've got the two, I've got the Mickey phone back mm. behind me that was made mm -hmm. in 1974. Um, I've got another one that's, um, it looks like an old antique Mickey phone, but I think it's a little more modern. Um, so, and I'm, I'm, I want a Garfield phone. My Brock yeah. says he may have one still in storage. So I'm hoping I, I had it as, a, as a, I had it in elementary school Yeah, and I, if mom saved it, I'll be surprised. Mm -hmm. really. So I mean, I, I, she had some Garfield stuff in there, but not the phone. Fingers crossed. Maybe one's going to come across my way one day that I can just but, snag. But, you, you know, if I go there, one of the things, I mean, granted, 
I know that the odds of finding this would be like really slim at a place okay. like that, but would be one of the the nineties the TMNT Technodrome. No, oh. we, I didn't no. see one, but I promise we you, did. that's still that's the one. That's one a grill. That that's a grail for us. Yeah, that's one of the things we got to get. I would love to have that. I would I would love to have that. I keep hoping that's one of the things Playmates reproduces since they keep reproducing the older toys. Is the mm-hmm. is you know the, this, I'm sure the sewer playset, but eventually maybe the Technodrome. But I'm with you. I would still like to have the the original run Technodrome. Oh yeah, yeah. And just to know that my yeah my brother had all that stuff, and we uh, don't know what we did with it. Anyway, we may, we may still find it. We could. I mean, there's still a storage building at my dad's that needs to be gone through. But yeah, yeah. But anyway, so, Kevin, I have Thunderdome over it. <laughs> Thunderdome <laughs> over the Technodrome. <laughs> there we go. I think you might win that one, Bo. It's not. <laughs> I would love to have it, but it's not that. Not as. Important. Oh no, I'm just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she uh, just got the phone. I picked up that DeLorean, and then as we were getting ready to go check out, uh, I spied this. The uh, the Calabuga oh, Carl uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles van from 2006, I believe. And I've been looking for one of these um, because you can take them and a lot of people have repainted them as the Channel 6 news van. Mm-hmm. And there's a guy who who I think he's the first one who did it and he gave step by step instructions, a video on YouTube on how to do that. I've been looking for that. Those things uh, are not exactly uh, inexpensive on ebay so i'm like oh great so we showed it to her and said, how much is this and she it was far less than what you could find on ebay so we went up there to check out and then i just casually mentioned mm-hmm. um say hey we run a podcast called bama geeks we have we've been looking for a store like this and that's when we learned she you know she's been in business for three weeks and um gave us a, a kind of a history of uh, of herself and, and the store and all and I said, you know what? I said, I hope you don't mind. We would love to 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 feature you on the podcast. We'd like just to to talk about it. And she said, thank you so much. She said, I would love being able to get the word out. So we're going to leave a, a description mm-hmm. uh, in in the uh, a, we're going to leave a link in the description of the podcast and on YouTube and everything to her Facebook page. And so, in in the interest of fairness, because we are ethical, uh, mm-hmm. she uh, as a thank you for uh i thank you for for talking about her about her store and everything she she gave the van the phone and the little door into us for free yeah so Gosh. so thank you so much jennifer we that really was so appreciate nice of that. you i mean we're just we're, we, we, we were blown away we, we, by your kind we, we kept telling her no we'll pay you for it. we'll pay you. she goes she goes no just if you can help me get the word out mm-hmm. i have no problem with this so jennifer thank you so much yes. uh uh, we appreciate it, and we'll we'll be back, and we are going to give you money next time for sure. <laughs> for sure. So, yeah, she's got a lot of things she's still trying to put out and get out there. So I'm gonna give yeah. her some time to get some give her, get some more things out. Go back and check her out again, and see what what else we can possibly find. And I, will, and I would say she has it as a profile picture, but like she has an entire wall. If you're a plush oh. fan. Oh, she had yes. an entire wall of plushes. Like and we saw it, y'all guys saw everything from Shrek and Donkey to mm-hmm. Garfield, Disney. Disney. Like it's there, there's something mm-hmm. if there's something you like in a plush form, I think she had it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, hands down. She had it. She had a whole wall of frozen and mm-hmm. uh she had old vintage board games. There was a Gumby and Pokey board yeah. game I never knew existed mm-hmm. that I y'all don't go buy that. That's what I want to buy <laughs> next time I'm down there. Um, because I love Gumby and Pokey. Uh but uh, if, if you want to see her store, uh, thankfully, Jess had the foresight to shoot a little bit of video in the mm-hmm. store. 
So if you go to Bama Geeks on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, we're gonna we're gonna put that video together. If if it's not up by the time that this episode comes out, it will be up soon mm-hmm. after the episode comes out, and we're gonna tag her and uh, and her store and everything else. So if you're in the Birmingham area, especially um, the Facebook page, will tell you how to get there, and, and you know, we've told you uh, roundabout where it is. Please go visit. Yeah. Um, and, and, and give her some support in business. She's, she's just starting the store out and she's incredibly nice. So yes. Jennifer at nostalgia, um, nostalgia dash Hoover on Facebook, and we'll leave a link for you and, um, show her some love. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, those of you are friends that have, have little ones. Um, like I said, you mm. take those kids over there, let them find a a stuffed animal or something they <laughs> she had a lot yes of hey, we, we we home we like we went home and one oliver was with me and he found him a plush gary from spongebob so we had to have a plush gary so he had to have it he told yes. me i gotta have this dad <laughs> yeah so uh so again thank you jennifer check out the links mm-hmm. check her page out if you're in birmingham go visit her in the hoover area uh worth it worth it and mm. and judging by the stuff she was still trying to put out her inventory is going to be changing quite a bit, I right. would imagine. Right. But yeah. Good deals and a, a very nice lady. So we appreciate you very much, Jennifer. Very much. Thank you so much. Yeah. And we will be back soon. We promise. So, well, uh, before before we got to go over to Nostalgia and, and meet Jennifer and see her wonderful store, we spent the weekend over in the Winfrey at the, the Magic Winfrey. City Con. The Hyatt. Hyatt Look, Winfrey still forever the Winfrey. Forever yeah. the Winfrey. Pretty much, if you were born before 1996, yeah, you're going to call it the Winfrey. <laughs> yeah. So the Hyatt Regency Winfrey. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, that's where we spent the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Well, both you were there Friday as well, right? Yeah, yeah I got I got there Friday a little bit afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, Magic City Con, the final Magic City Con, mm. which absolutely breaks our hearts. Um. Jamie and uh, Rita, the two ladies who have run Magic City Con, are fantastic people. They're mm-hmm. friends of ours. And uh, they, uh, I think they went out with the bang. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a good show. We had a great weekend. We were um, all there as uh, part of the Alabama Ghostbusters, um, our, our main fan group. And I uh, got to see a lot of friends I hadn't seen in a while. So, um, yeah, well, what did you guys think about the con? Uh, I guess, like I said, since I was probably there the longest of everybody, it was it was good. Like I said, they uh, fr- Friday wasn't too busy. They like I said, they the, I, I'm, I'm assuming they did it to also complement with the, the the mall area hours. The the they didn't run too late Friday, and of course today they didn't run too late. But uh, overall, like I said, it was wonderful. Like I said, Saturday was a busy Saturday as expected. I mean, mm-hmm. uh. Like I said, I like I said, I've I've never had a bad experience at Magic City Con, mm-hmm. and like you know, maybe one day it'll return, and I can keep continue saying that. You never know. Yeah. Um. But I mean, like I said, even re- like I said, uh, when I went over to the uh the the guest the guest table and got my picture with Darby, Rita just happened to be over there, and she was talking about us and the Ghostbusters. She's like, she they've been with us since the beginning. You know, she was bragging on us to guest, which yeah. I, that's a huge compliment. I mean, you <laughs> know. yeah. So I I mean um. Beyond that, like I said, I had a wonderful time. Like I said, it worked out good. That's one uh, I had Oliver with me. That was his first full weekend convention. Usually he just goes for the day or whatever, but he had a good time. He loves staying at hotels for some reason why I do not know. Oh. This kid, <laughs> lo- I guess because it's somewhere we're sleeping somewhere different that isn't yeah. home or the grandparents. 
but he mm-hmm. loves it. Yeah. Hotels are fun as a kid. Hotels are fun for me as an adult. So, yo, yeah. You don't have to make your own bed. Yeah. I mean, come well, on. kind of like camping yeah. in a way, but, but yeah. more yeah. official. Yeah. 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 Sorry, we don't get to go to them very often. Well, but. I mean, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's just the treat of staying somewhere that's not home. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I, maybe it's because yeah. there's no really responsibility to be had in a hotel. You know, exactly. somebody well, else well, takes care of it for you. What's always so funny is like uh, growing up, like I think I was telling uh, uh, y'all guys, like I always thought the Winfrey, it is a very nice hotel. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. But, you know, when I was smaller, I expected the Winfrey to be like butlers everywhere. You know, yeah. it was always, it's, <laughs> it the fancy, like it's the fancy hotel. That's right. Oh, the fancy. And, and it took hotel. It, it took, let's be honest, it took Magic City Con being there. You know, I've lived in this area my entire life and it was the first year they had it at the Winfrey. That's the first time I'd ever stepped foot in that hotel. Yep. Many mm-hmm. times I went to the gallery in the 90s and the two, early 2000s, never went in the hotel just because. Why would I go in the hotel? Yeah. But the hotel. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's where all the fancy people are. So yeah. you don't need to go there. Yeah. Of course, though, I always threatened after I started going to Dragon Con and all the football fans were all like, what's with all these costume people here? I kept threatening to go during uh, SEC media days in costume going, why are all these football people here? So, you know. But no, it's, it's, it's I, I can say I have, I've had nothing but a positive experience every time I did Magic City mm-hmm. Con, and this one was no different. Let, 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 let's go, let's, let's go with the person now who was there the least amount of time, yeah. which would be me. Bo was there for the <laughs> most amount of time. I was there for the least amount of time. I came up for uh, about five hours on Saturday, um, and the, the con definitely had the feel. It, it really yeah. did. Yeah. You know, all these guys came dressed as Ghostbusters. I had to be the combo breaker, and I came dressed in my Quidditch, um, <laughs> which I my, my easy costume that's that's super easy to get into, and it always gets good reactions. So, yeah. um, it was super good. The dealer room this year was was great. I was commenting in our pre pre show here, telling these guys that you know mm-hmm. I, I I spent probably an hour and a half just going through and talking talking to dealers and and vendors and stuff mm-hmm. in the dealer room that they really. They they picked some really good dealers this year, and they got some really good uh, folks there because there was yeah. there, there were some really good tables. So, um, if you guys are listening, uh, I know this was the last year, but just know that you guys did a great job with the dealer room this mm-hmm. year. It was phenomenal. It was probably the best dealer room that I've ever that I've ever seen at MCC was mm-hmm. this year. And maybe that's just something different with me. It's always possible, but I felt it. Um, yeah, and it, it was really good. And then just. Uh, the, the the overall setup with the panels and everything, um, mm-hmm. it was it was great. It was it, just in the little bit of time that I was there, which you know, in the grand scheme of things, wasn't a huge amount of time. But while I was there, I had a lot of fun. Got to, mm-hmm. got to meet a lot of people. Got to talk to a lot of folks that I hadn't talked to in a while. So, and that's why I go to cons for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And Jess, how was your experience? I had a good experience this weekend. It's just that you know the small cons like this. It it feels more intimate. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of more of like a, you feel more like family at, at cons mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. And that's always a good feeling. Um, and you're talking about the dealer's room. I've always noticed that at the dealer's room at magic city con, there's a lot more people that, that, that have their, that are honing their craft. It's, it's mm-hmm. more, um, you know, I don't want to say artsy crafts kind of thing, but these are people that kind of, well, yeah, I mean, they bring mm-hmm. something that's genuine. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just manufactured stuff mm-hmm. that somebody's just trying to sell. Um, it is. It is a real life version of Etsy. Yeah. 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 So you yes. got people that, yeah, you know, more people that own their own business and the things that they make and they create, as opposed mm-hmm. to just, you know, commercialized 
I guess that's the best way to put it. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, mass-produced stuff. This, right. it's, it's all handmade. It's, it's crafted oh. with care. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got authors in there who right. who write their their own books, artists, uh, and artists who do their own posters and paintings and prints and mm-hmm. and it, of course, I hate we didn't get to try the 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 vendor that made fudge. <laughs> uh, I've been here. Yeah, we've heard all about this this fudge yeah we, we heard it was amazing and we didn't we didn't get a chance to go over to him mm-hmm. but we had a uh we, we did get to sample uh some treats today from what was that place sweet sweet nana's sweet nana's treats or something yeah, yeah sweet nana's <laughs> excellent i know little sweet little old lady selling her selling her baked goods and they were fantastic <laughs> One of the things I always like about going um, to cons is going to the dealer. There's always that one dealer that has like all the gentle giant figures. Yeah. And and are they selling them? And I I saw, it just made me feel good. Um, I saw that one of the the busts that I've got of Grand Admiral Thrawn, where he's got the Isil Miri around his neck. Um, Mm -hmm. That's one of my favorite because I'm a huge Grand Admiral Thrawn fan. Um, They kind of was selling it for $500. I was Mm -hmm. like, Wow, that's I had no idea it was worth that much. Okay, huh. now whether it was worth that much at convention prizes, I don't know. But yeah. he was trying to sell it for five hundred dollars, um, which I was like, all right, cool. It's not you know these most of the the busts I have are priceless to me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's not like I would ever sell them, but it was just you know always makes you kind of feel good. Like yeah, man, yeah, I did a yeah. good job buying that. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of a lot of great costumes. Uh... Spotted, yeah. spotted this weekend a lot of people just put a lot of time and effort in their in their costuming mm-hmm. yeah um of course you know if you're a regular listener to the podcast you know what a nut i am for scarlet witch and elizabeth olsen and our friends uh christine and her boyfriend kyler they came mm-hmm. as as scarlet witch and and uh, dr strange and they looked fantastic yeah fantastic they look great yeah and uh i've Got a spark of inspiration for a costume that yeah. I'm I'm going to pursue mm. at some point, which was when I set <laughs> get my hubby put in his fist over there. He's excited. My hundred percent support on this one. <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm going to uh, pursue a cartoon April O'Neil mm-hmm. costume. Good deal. At some point here in the future, um, I just I was like. Why didn't I think of this before? I mean, and it's not, yeah. it's not very elaborate and it seems mm-hmm. like it'd be a very comfortable. Uh, I'm getting to the point now where it's yeah. going to be, yeah. com- it's going to be comfort thing yes. overall. And yeah. uh, I mean, and I, you can I interview love- people, you know, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, it's exactly. Cool. <laughs> Was it a yellow jumpsuit and white boots? That's it. Pretty and a white much. Belt. Yeah. yeah that's white it. Belt. I mean, you, pretty simple. <laughs> um, and I, I love putting on, I love putting on the Anna coronation dress. It's been one of my favorite costumes, but <laughs> mind you, <laughs> but it is, uh, oh, no. once you get it on and you've had it on about two or three hours, you kind of, mm-hmm. it's kind of getting it, just the movement in it and you really can't sit down. I mean, it's, it's, and there, there's a lot of kind of restriction to wearing something like that. It's fun. But after a certain point, it's kind of like, okay, we kind of, <laughs> I mean, I'm even guilty of, of being ready to shed the flight suit after a certain period of time, just because you of, don't say because... <laughs> we're sitting behind the table yesterday. Con wasn't even close to being I'll... over. And she's just like, I'm done. <laughs> Boom. In the bag it goes. Okay. Well, it's, it's, you know, flight suit doesn't breathe very well sometimes. And it's a little, it's June. It's getting a little hot outside. So. A little 
There's <laughs> <laughs> only Even the seventh layer some... of Hades out there right now. <laughs> oh, my God. So. I, like I saw Kevin pointing to his Boba Fett above talking about, yeah, it's fun to wear yeah. up for about two hours. Yeah. And yeah. I can't sit down. I'm like, uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that jerk right up there. Yeah. I love, <laughs> I love, him, right I love wearing them, but it's like, if you're, if you ever, everyone loves the Mandalorian, but as soon as you build one, you realize why they're, what an action figure feels like. <laughs> because you well, feel like I'm, you're walking around in plastic because you're essentially, that's what you are. Big plastic I'm, man. and I am in pursuit and, and wanting to do my Anna Mandalorian mashup. That'll be the next matchup that I do. You know, had the aerial Ghostbuster. So Anna that's a, the Anna DeLorean. Anna DeLorean. Anna DeLorean, yes. Anna DeLorean, yeah. <laughs> and we were, we, were in talks, we were in talks with Shane this weekend about, yeah. you know, kind of showing him what I was looking at and discussing, mm-hmm. you know, what could be done and, and stuff with that costume. So. Yeah, and he's, he's ready to help, help, mm-hmm. help us uh, gather the pieces. And we're like, soon. We yeah. yeah, Shane's working well. Like I said, I talked with him. Like my belt gizmo for my Ghostbuster is just after about eleven and a half years, it's just it's time to say goodbye to it. So I'm working with him on either 3D printing one or something. Mm-hmm. We're nice. figure that I, I need to replace mine. Mine's in terrible shape. It's such <laughs> a terrible shape. Yeah, and, and speaking of Shane, uh I had a wonderful weekend with him. Mm-hmm. He uh he has 3D printed the body. Of the RTV from Ghostbusters yes. Afterlife, mm-hmm. um, if he's got. Uh, if if he doesn't have the exact model of RC car they used for that for, yeah. for the uh, for the motor and the and it's the chassis, close. it's extremely close. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, yeah. I know it's the same brand. I just don't know if it. I don't know if the model's the same. But he three D printed um, the ghost trap and everything to go on top mm-hmm. of it, and was driving it around the con a little bit. And it's and we, we we put a video up on yeah. our uh, on our TikTok and on our. Uh, YouTube shorts. Um, and so he, uh, that thing is really cool. He's going to, he's yeah. going to make some uh, improvements to it and some adjustments, but uh, Shane's just a really talented guy yeah. and incredibly and, talented. Yeah. yeah. And so it was really cool to, to, to see that around the con this mm-hmm. weekend. In fact, we were going to do our, our, our Alabama ghostbusters panel uh, on Saturday. Uh, we're like, Hey, you're going to pick that up and carry it in there. He puts it down on the ground. I am driving it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like drove into the panel room. <laughs> no, 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 not carry it, drive it. <laughs> exactly. It's got wheels in the motor, man. Are you kidding? <laughs> He's like, I Shane's worked on this. A- we're we're going to see it now. Yeah. Yeah. And anyone who's friends with him on, on uh, socials, you know, we follow the, the, the saga of getting this thing up and running. Oh yeah. You, you're darn straight. He's going to drive it around as much as yeah. he can. Of course, absolutely. As much as time as he spent on that thing and, and just getting it as perfect as possible. Yeah. I would be doing the same thing. Yeah. And, and a shout out to Shane because he's been pretty active in a lot of the yes. events that have been going on and yeah. helping getting the table set up. So thank you, Shane, yeah. for, for picking up the, picking up the torch for us and yes. uh being a yeah. being an awesome cadet in <laughs> uh, the ghostbusters crew <laughs> shane is an absolute trooper when it comes to this stuff and we can't thank him enough you know the both kevin and i have been with the alabama ghostbusters kevin's been with it definitely from the start mm-hmm. and uh Bo and i came along not very long after yeah. uh, we, in 2009 after pretty much <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah in 2009 so we've been at this a long time and you know family things uh start taking taking mm-hmm. precedence as you get older and your kids and everything else and 
in life. And so as, as we're all, and th- we talked about this in, in the ghost Alabama ghostbusters panel, uh, Mm-hmm. And yeah, City Con. About, yeah. We talk about we 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 want new blood in the yeah. group because we want to keep the group going and keep it you know mm-hmm. viable and and relevant. And uh, there was uh, we had a good crowd in the panel, and uh, we've got for the Alabama Ghostbusters, we've got uh, the the ALGB the the headquarters mm-hmm. on on Facebook, and they I think everybody that came to the panel yesterday jumped in that yeah. public group that we've got. Mm-hmm and are wanting to be a part of it we met uh uh a really nice lady named caitlin mm-hmm. who uh, does a killer abby yates yeah cosplay yeah. for answer the call she's fantastic yeah so hopefully we're going to get her involved and um there was a, a kid ghostbuster i, I didn't mm-hmm. catch his name unfortunately yeah but uh his brother i assume that's his brother yes i believe it was his brother. a there's a whole yeah whole family there that yeah i believe they're all family yeah there. he he, he he pulled off a Trevor yes. from Ghostbusters Afterlife that you just have to see to believe. He uh he, he's a much nicer looking Finn Wolfhard. Uh, <laughs> this, this young man. And if um, you're wondering what version of Trevor, it's the blue overalls when he drives mm-hmm. the Ecto for the first yeah. time. He's wearing yeah. blue overalls with white sneakers. It's 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 wonderful. It like it, yeah. it was awesome. Yeah, and and then his mom and dad and, and other sister, I believe, were there. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and if you're listening to this, if I got if I got the family dynamic wrong, I apologize. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they they joined the the headquarters group and they were fantastic. Mm-hmm. And yes. I mean the kid the kid and Bo were going back and forth about uh, real Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. <episode>. yeah. <laughs> well, was, his was, mom yeah. was telling me at the tape when they were at the table earlier because we had the TV going playing mm-hmm. the cartoon. And she's like, he watches this all, all the time, <laughs> all the time. And uh, you know, sense. this is the excitement that coming off of afterlife that that we were anticipating mm-hmm. is i mean even with Bo, with oliver you know yep. the the this has struck a chord with you know kids now and that that's good because it breeds that breeds that life into this franchise it brings the new blood into it so to say well that's the why i say that that was made thing with kids that's i think that's what you know like you know we were talking about people you know complaining about like answer the call and uh, you know people were upset that kids at afterlife had kids but I think it's a great thing because, mm-hmm. like you said, the the originally the franchise was not meant to be picked up by kids. It was meant to be this adult, not really adult, but a grown up movie yeah. with with comedy. But yet, kids gravitated yeah. toward it. Right, right. And so, Afterlife did that great job, and you know, mm-hmm. well, you know, Ghostbusters back in the day was kind of racy a little bit, but now, yeah, yeah, now now by the standards of movies these days, it's it's real <laughs> no. tame. Pretty- Pretty tame, yeah. yeah. But so, it was, so kids gravitate to that kind right. of thing, and it's well, yeah. yeah, mostly okay now, right? Yeah. Well, it's the whole you know, it, fighting ghosts, you know, yeah, catching exactly. ghosts. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. like you know, so yeah, and but, yeah, uh, it's, but it's I mean, good. like, oh, go ahead, Bo. Sorry, I said, no, you're good. Like I said, it's good. Like I said, it's you know, we like it's like I said, it's got to. I don't know, the little boy. He probably had to be maybe a couple. He, if I had to guess, he was been eight or nine. I'm yeah, 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 eight or nine. So and like I said, didn't. They said he's in that very age where, you know, like he's going to get into it and he's, you know, we got to do this now. So, but mm-hmm. it's good to see that again. Like I said, that's mm-hmm. how we were, you know? Yeah. 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 So, so getting that new blood involved in, yes. in not only the overall Ghostbusters film franchise and in that fandom, but, but also getting them into our Alabama Ghostbusters group and, yes. and hopefully 
you know, hopefully we can start doing more events and everything. And that's kind of where I was going with Shane. Shane yeah. is just an absolute trooper with, when it comes to events, you can count on him. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so many of us old timers, uh, from the group, like I said, life, just life kicks you in the rear end sometimes, mm -hmm. and you just can't do as much as you used to, even though you want to. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I'm very thankful for people like Shane and for, you know, for Brian Maddox, who, who set mm -hmm. up uh, at Alabama Comic-Con yeah. mm -hmm. and Leanne and Jason Mott, yes. uh, dear friends of ours and, and Vicki, who is, yes. uh, who is new to us as well. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, we, we've all got our old, great and faithful members mm -hmm. and, and they're there when they can, but they're like us, they got life. Yeah. And so, uh, we appreciate all the efforts, you know, coming from, the it, I, I can call us elder Alabama Ghostbusters <laughs> statesmen because we've we been there since the beginning. You were the founders, the founding fathers. Yeah, veterans, <laughs> <laughs> old so, salt. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I mean, Shane's been with us a few years, but he's still, yep. you know, he's still a lot newer than, yeah. than, than we well, are. Well, and we you know, Shane is all is quite literally a, a, a trooper. He's also in. Well, yeah, you know, so he's been. Well, so I say he's been know. been the costume community. I mean, like you said, five hundred first. He does the GI uh, Joe. Mm -hmm. So I mean, he's he's he he understands it. He, I, th yeah, he, I think that's why he, he's done such a great job with it. He's been involved yeah, with other things, and so. And he's, he's in Bama geeks front porch, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So, so if, if you're listening, Shane, God bless you, buddy. Thank you so much for everything you do. We, yeah, we really appreciate you. Like I said, all the hard work everybody does does not go unnoticed. Don't worry mm -hmm. about that. It's, it's yeah. very seen. It's seen and appreciated. We can't, we can't pay you, yeah. <laughs> but we appreciate you. <laughs> There's not a steady paycheck involved. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly so. So. But yeah, just real quick too, you know, about the panel and having, you know, these people come in that, you mm -hmm. know, that are have that interest and in, and in reaching out now to be a part of it. Me, just my comment, you know, I know that Caitlin, she's very passionate about 2016 mm -hmm. and that's mm -hmm. great. You know, there's a lot of, we're not going to get in, we're not going to go down that rabbit hole, but you know, there's a lot of strong feelings and bad mm -hmm. feelings about 2016. And, and, and not like, from us, by the way, no, not from us. Um, but you know, for her, that was, you now she told mm -hmm. us, she said, my dad, you know, my dad loved the first movie and I had that introduction, you know, to that and to the first and the second movie, she says, but you know, it, for her, 2016 really resonated with her and it yeah. felt good with her because she, she loved the representation mm -hmm. of, mm -hmm. of women Ghostbusters. So, yep. mm -hmm. and then, like I said, now we've got afterlife and the kids being involved in afterlife and we've seen what right. that's doing with, with the kids in our lives and, and yeah. at this con for instance as well. So, yeah, yeah. My, my kids as well. I mean, my mm -hmm. kids have been around Ghostbusters their entire life. Just, I mean, my, my son was only, my son was less than a year old whenever I got involved with the Alabama Ghostbusters and my daughter has been, mm. she was two or three when I got involved with it, mm. but uh, you know, they, they've always enjoyed it. But yeah, like I said, seeing the kids in afterlife, yeah, mm -hmm. that's what got both of my kids. My, mm -hmm. you know, Alyssa was very much, oh my gosh, mm -hmm. that was mm -hmm. fantastic. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, it's good to, to see, you know, boys, girls, men, women, whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Young, old. Yeah. Yeah. Young and old. Young and old, you know, green ghost, yellow ghost. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> Ghostbusters is very much is very well represented amongst everybody. Yeah, 
Like, I, like everybody always kept like the biggest pop. What can we do to join your club? We're like, just have a good attitude and like Ghostbusters. And it doesn't yeah. matter what version, like Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> you can come out with a, you can come out with an off the shelf pack. You yeah. can come out and wear a, a jumpsuit. It's, we're all fans. Exactly. You're, you're a fan. Just come yeah. out and enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Enjoy and, what and you love. That's what we've always been about our, our entire. 13, 14 <laughs> years of existence. According to my shirt, 2008. So <laughs> yeah, that's when uh, Michael Witten founded, founded the group as the Birmingham Ghostbusters in 2009. We changed it over to Alabama so we could get more people in the state. Mm-hmm. And so, and just a sneak yeah, peek, the- just a sneak peek. One of oh, our, yeah. uh, one of our members uh, from another, a very different part of the state, very far away from us, <laughs> but from uh, my home area in Dothan, uh, Robert Lawrence, uh, Bobbert, as we always love to call him, mm-hmm. he's going to be joining us in late July, uh, on our podcast here. And, uh, he is quite the character. He's quite yes, the many characters. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, be on the lookout for that. We're going to have him on, uh, towards the end of July. And, uh, I, I can't say enough good things about Bobbert and yeah. just the, the bright mm-hmm. shining soul that he is. Mm-hmm, and yeah. he is fun. He's creative. And, uh, he, in fact, I mean, that's his business. Mm-hmm. He, he does this for a job. He's, he's, he, uh, has got his own like kind yeah. of party, uh, business that he does. So we're going to have him on to talk about that and showcase some of the geekiness from South Alabama, Southeast Alabama, yeah. UCLA. <laughs> yeah. UCLA, the unknown corner of lower Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> so. And, uh, and I don't know if y'all got anything else to talk about Magic City Con wise. Um, something that came to mind, unless we're, you've got anything, uh, Brock? Or? Uh, just a, just a, does your thing have to do with Magic City Con? Kind of, sort of, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, just it, like I said, good seeing people. Um, good to see our friend Joe Crow. Yeah. Uh, we got to have him on as well. Joe Crow. We weren't, unfortunately, we couldn't make it uh, Friday night, but I believe there is a video on Magic City Con's Facebook page. Uh, <laughs> Joe and Sean Ray, mm-hmm. uh, Friday night, they did the the hot ones with the with the, uh, the hot sauces and, and everything. So Joe got to take part in that. And uh, it, it, it was fun to hear his perspective and his experience <laughs> with, with the with the bomb and, and all the other um, hot ones, hot sauces. Um, so good to see Joe mm-hmm. and I uh, hope that we, like I said, Brock said, we'll, we'll try to get you on here soon. Joe does a lot of wrestling uh, stuff no. here in Alabama and we hope to get out to an event at some point to see his wrestling show. And he and Gary Mitchell run the uh, sci- American mm-hmm. sci-fi classics track at uh, dragon con. Yes. And, uh, and Joe's a Birmingham based guy. And so we want to have him on probably we'll, we'll see if we can, I know he's going to be busy getting into dragon. Con, yeah. Uh, but we'll see if we can have him on. Uh, beforehand to talk about Dragon yeah. Con for for those who have never experienced it, we can tell you all of our experiences. Yeah. Joe's Joe's very much in the in the heart of it, you know, running one of the the tracks. He's and he's run that track for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least as long as I know, I've been going and been going over eleven, twelve years now. Yeah. And I uh, heard uh, Sean Ray and Brock talking, mm-hmm. and and uh, just a little shout out to Sean. Uh, I had. Thank you for the nice things you had to say about the podcast. We really appreciate that. And Sean uh, runs the the Cosmic mm-hmm. Potato. Uh, uh, I'm going to butcher the name, and I'm so sorry, John. <laughs> I know he listens. Uh, the Cosmic Potato Alliance. He he has his network. He he's, he has his own network of podcasts. Mm-hmm. So I uh, just look up Cosmic Potato 
or it used to be infinite, but you know what? I'm going to just go ahead and look this <laughs> Why don't up you just now. Go, yeah. <laughs> so I <laughs> absolutely do the man justice. Yeah. Here, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. He's got his own podcast uh, network. Um, and I, I know for our audio listeners, you're like, okay, he's really not talking about <laughs> uh, the cosmic potato, the super fan talk, mm -hmm. uh, podcast. Uh, here you go. Um, so we'll give, uh, Sean a, a shout out. And, uh, I did some voice work, uh, for an intro on, on, on one of his podcasts, but, uh, but yeah, you can, you can check out Sean, uh, another friend of mine, Rick, uh, who I was introduced to through Sean, uh, they, they do a whole bunch of star Trek, Stargate, you, you name it. These guys talk an awful <laughs> lot about a lot of things and they're all fantastic. They're fun to listen to. So we'll give, uh, give Sean who's also in our uh, Bama geeks front porch Facebook group and, and a very good friend. So it's good to see him this weekend. Hey, I hate, we were not able to make it Friday night to see, uh, to see the, uh, the hot ones panel. Cause it's always fun to see people <laughs> suffer eating hot wings. And we are a fan <laughs> of hot ones and the hot ones sauces. And we have a, yeah. we have a nice little collection in our kitchen there on the counter. I, th I think we've said it before. We look like firehouse subs <laughs> with all the hot sauces on our counter. So, <laughs> so what you're saying is we need to do our own hot ones with us. And we have so many sauces. You yeah. Know, we'll we'll not, burn some biscuits. That's no. not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You don't, you, you don't like the heat, Kevin? No. I value I will, my stomach lining. I will do this for the podcast. Okay? I'll do it too. I will do it. And I will sit and laugh at you guys. I, I can MC I, it. I'll be fine. I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be the guy asking the questions. I'll be fine with okay. that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You bring the Tums. <laughs> milk. <laughs> milk and water. I need some milk. <laughs> <laughs> we need some milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, uh, we, we'll definitely have to do that at some point. Yeah. I, it's. I will do I will take one for the team for the podcast. Okay. I got this. That, oh man, the shack episode was great. Yeah. He gets to the bomb. I mean, <laughs> right, right, Kansas. Kansas don't know nothing about no hot sauce. Ooh. And then he bites into it. Oh, I'm sorry, Kansas. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say though, touching back on Magic City Con, I know we've kind of gotten away from that a little bit. Oh. Um, you know, with this being the last year, I will say. I really, really hope that somebody else um, with the means and the tolerance and the connections comes up with something similar to Magic City Con because it's yeah. going to be it's going to be sorely missed. I yeah. mean, um, it, it, it's it's always a convention. Well, at least it feels like it's been around for yeah. longer than it has really. Two thousand fifteen um, was their first year. Yeah, yeah, yeah if I remember, right? Because because yep. Alabama Phoenix Fest was from two thousand. 12 to 2014 mm -hmm. and we we cried buckets when, yep. when yeah. tim and steve and stan uh made the unfortunate and the sad decision to shut that down and i think it was the very next year that yeah uh the magic city con yeah. because I, I remember we were like Who, wh what do they think they can just pick up where uh phoenix yeah. Festival yeah. Up? and they and did. they did yeah they, did and they knocked job. it out of the park because i remember the first year they had it over in a different location over it was the uh, grand Cabo Grand, yeah. yeah for uh, when they the had it over there, two years uh, there, I believe. Yeah, at least the first. The year. biggest thing that I remember is when you went in, it had the dual staircases going up. Yes. Right mm -hmm. up at the top of it, somebody had set the TARDIS right yep. there at the top. I was like, that, <laughs> that, that's the biggest memory I have of the way that that was set up. 
and that was a huge location that they could have mm-hmm. potentially. I think that's a a church now, right? Yeah, yeah it's like, one of the. I think it's the one of the Church of the Highlands big campuses or something now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, and it's been at the Winfrey ever since. But it's you know, it's one of those conventions that you know it's this is the last year for it, but it feels like it's been around for thirty years. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. just has that feel to it. So when you're there, you're like you're just going to see family. Right. It kind of has that like a baby dragon con kind of feel to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's gonna leave a it's gonna leave a pretty little good little size weight in the in the Birmingham con community. Yeah. Because yeah, we really don't have that now that this is officially over, uh, we really don't have anything outside of Alabama Comic Con that I can think of off the top of my mm-hmm. head. And Camicon. Um, yeah, in, in February, every year at the BJCC, um, and which, they're great. They're great cons, but they don't have that Magic City con feel. Well, either. and that's because Rita Jamie are local, right? You yeah, know, they, yeah. You know, it's just like with Tim and Steve with Alabama Phoenix Festival. Right. They were local. They they knew Birmingham. They mm-hmm. lived here. Same with with Rita and Jamie, and mm-hmm. um, very fortunate to you know, like I said, is thankful that we can call uh, call them friends. Uh, mm-hmm. Jamie and Rita and and their families and and we just appreciate it the heart mm-hmm. the soul the the sweat mm-hmm. and the tears and yeah. certainly the headaches we know it's not easy running <laughs> uh-huh. a con mm-hmm. um, I, yeah I can't so imagine we, we appreciate you ladies and your families and your sacrifices and whatever's next in store for you guys mm-hmm. you know anything that we can do anything that the Alabama Ghostbusters can do mm-hmm. um, anything that we can do as friends let us know because. Mm-hmm. Because we love and support you, and we just thank you for all the great years that you've mm-hmm. uh, and all the great great years of fun, especially that you have yeah. that you have brought to Magic City Con into Birmingham. Yeah. No. Oh. And th- and thank you very much for for never going Omega Con with it. It's going to be the Patreon bonus episodes. <laughs> we still got to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, we're we're not going to get into that on the main podcast. <laughs> but. Um, Hey, if if I could pick up the mantle on it tomorrow, I'd do it. But yeah, <laughs> hey, hey we're, we're just as we've always said, we're just patiently oh. waiting on your dad to win the lottery. That's right. Yeah. Well, when, the, once it, he it, wins it, we're going to we're going to build our own convention center, <laughs> event center. That's right. We'll host stuff. It's know. not just that, and I, I know we're gushing over you know the, the talent there. It's the talent. It's not just the resources. It's not just yeah. the money. It's yeah. not. It's talent because you know they they you know for what they do, they can pull in the people that we want to see. Yeah. Yeah, that are that yeah at, at the at the rate that they need to be, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's it's, you know, uh, it it was always having that that with you know Jamie and Rita they could do that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we really appreciate you guys. Um, I hope everything uh, works out for you guys in the future. Mm-hmm. And hey, you know what? If you guys ever do decide that you might want to start something else, you, you could even call it something different. You know, we'd be okay with that. You could come sure. back and do another yeah. convention. We'd be fine with it. <laughs> you don't have to call it Mag- Magic City Con. I know this year was Ragnarok. You know, we're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're finishing it. It's, 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 it's now over. You could always just, you know, if you guys feel like it, just come on back and do it under a different name. You can even, you know, come up with something new. We'll help you. You know, absolutely. <laughs> Magic City Con, love and thunder. Hey, I mean, yes. there we go. They're going to, we're going to keep. <laughs> the sequel. I was thinking Magic City Con 2, Electric Boogaloo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Magic City Con 2, the search for more money. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. Well, we hope that the, the Birmingham convention scene uh, continues to thrive. Um, 
it's, it's definitely a, a local feel con would would be great uh, with local people so we'll we'll see you know yeah. we'll, we'll we'll keep an eye out and we'll still do alabama comic-con and uh we'll we'll get to Camicon. you know the alabama ghostbusters will be uh in full support of whatever con is around here yeah for uh, sure yeah so uh we have we, we've given you guys an hour of <laughs> just fun and banter and mm-hmm. so you know what time it is it's time for you to <laughs> we got a tie bow on this little series is a series known as obi-wan Kenobi. yes yes so oh my if you haven't seen the final two episodes uh we bid you adieu <laughs> unless you just want to get spoiled then hey hello there um <laughs> but yeah we're, we're going to talk the last couple of episodes uh and wrap up the the series of obi-wan kenobi and uh so there's your warning <laughs> and so we're getting into it like right now so how do we want to uh approach this one <laughs> well I, I don't think it makes sense to go like scene by scene or anything yeah. like that i, I think nope. it's just uh, let's, let's just kind of hit let's just kind of hit on what you felt i mean obviously the last episode i mean we yeah then i'm trying to remember that's what i said yeah. the last episode was so heavy i've kind of forgotten <sighs> the next the last step well the next last episodes where a lot of things happen yeah yeah. that was and yeah the 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 episode five was was fantastic it really was that was a good strong episode that's where <laughs> i just love i i love the fact that they're kind of playing hide and seek with darth and, <laughs> you yeah. know and and reva the third sister well, i'm about to say reva like is it reva or reva i guess is it we mispronounce everything it's reva. okay yeah. it doesn't matter i'm good with reva <laughs> but, i'm good with third sister <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I like Rev. I don't know. Yeah, no. But like third sister Reva, whatever you'll call her, like just her character art made her like one of the coolest mm-hmm. characters in yep. all of Star Wars. She played she played the long haul for revenge. You've seen you've seen some good revenge stories in Star mm-hmm. Wars. This one ran deep. I mean Yeah. <laughs> and you remember when we first talked about this, I brought mm-hmm. up that, you know, what the very first scene was Order 66 and yeah. the younglings that were running, and mm-hmm. she was mm-hmm. she, she was part of that. One of um one of the things that reminded me of, and I'm just going to go way back here. One of the first books, actually the first book that came out for Star Wars after the movie was a, a book called Splinter of the Mind's Eye. Um, and it's it's a book that's pretty much been overlooked um, for the longest time. And I can definitely t- get Splinter of the Mind's Eye vibes to this because um, it was always kind of, we always kind of laughed about it because it was like Franken, we called him Franken Vader. So he's like mm-hmm. like Vader Frankenstein, like Frankenstein's monster. It was like he was always coming after you, was always mm-hmm. silent. And it was always like Vader was always there. and You could always hear him. And he was always. So when we saw the way that this was done, like in episode five, where they were always trying to get away from him and the things happen. And then, you know, Vader's pulling down the ship and ripping <laughs> it to pieces. Which, and oh, was insane. Oh, that I mean, was such a good that, scene. Yes. I mean, well, and the thing is, is, um, you know, me being me, I've I've gone through a whole bunch of like episode dissections and stuff, and supposedly, um, you know, there's a scene in there where Obi Wan, you know, he looks at a a basket full of lightsabers, and one of those lightsabers actually looks a lot like one that belonged to Star Killer. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow! Which is could potentially be, um, Lucasfilm saying that they were going to do a Star Killer, potentially a Star Killer series. Ooh. 
And if they if they're actually going to canonize him and actually bring him in, my gosh, you guys think you guys think Vader something? I mean, Star Killer, his whole big thing is like grabbing on the Star Destroyers and pulling them down from orbit and stuff. I mean, he <laughs> was that guy was phenomenal, uh, and that was uh, that was the introduction of Sam Witwer to the yeah. to the universe and his mm-hmm. voice. I mean, he was he was the the, the whole mocap and everything for, yep. for Star Killer. So if they bring him back in for this, or even if they get anybody new, that's something phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But there was just so many little Easter eggs of things that they could that that they could later on come back and go, oh yeah, by the way, you remember we kind of dropped the hint on this in Obi Wan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah, Frank Invader, man. Yeah, we had we had a you know, Vader always trying to uh, track everybody down in this. And <laughs> God, that was. Uh, we 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 went from episode five. Yeah, episode five was like, oh my god, it can't get better than this. And then we hit episode <laughs> six, <laughs> and it's like, oh, hey, hold my blue milk. Yeah, no <laughs> joke, man. <laughs> and then you have right. you have you have Vader who's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna like rip the I'm gonna do an earthquake. You fall down. Now I've got the high ground. Yeah, and yep. I'm gonna pummel rocks at you. And then Obi Wan gets out and he's like oh we're playing with rocks now <laughs> and then he goes Man. full avatar earthbender on him and then just starts Ooh. throwing rocks at him like crazy and and i don't know if you guys if, if you guys picked up on this but that was the way that the way that uh vader was reacting to that was very much like how luke was reacting to it when he was throwing objects at him on cloud city mm-hmm. where he was throwing objects and he was like oh, oh. yeah it, Mm-hmm. That was very much like that. That's the first thing I thought of was like, I think that might be why Vader did that to Luke. He's like, this is very effective. I'm going to throw things at people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought, you know, when, when he was throwing the rocks, I'm I'm thinking, okay, Vader's going to be able to withstand this because he's Vader. Yeah. Wow. And, and then you just realize Obi-Wan has regained his strength and his power. And yeah, he, he waylaid on Vader. Mm-hmm. Good night. I I did not expect that level of intensity uh, of Obi Wan coming down on him. Well, and, then, and then now we 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 realize everyone everyone I've ever talked about is like, but why did Vader put a control box to his his apparatus on his chest? And one of the first things Obi Wan goes for slices mm-hmm. a control box. He starts breathing funny. Well, you, you gotta like, think. Well, Vader's going to overthink about it. He's one of the baddest things in the universe. You know, it's going to take somebody better than him to damage it, I guess. You know what I mean? Did you see how fast he switched from the one hand stance to two? Yeah. When he was mm-hmm. fighting Obi-Wan, he was like, oh, this is going to be serious now. Because, you know, the first time he fought Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan was super weak. Yeah. And he, he was... just fought him with one hand. Well, maybe mm-hmm. before we get too far into this, we got to go back. Look, what about all the, the flashback scenes? The whole yes. him them sparring. Oh my yes, gosh. Yes, yes. Yeah. Disney's yeah. de-aging technology is getting scary. <laughs> I mean, you could definitely tell Hayden was that. much, much older than he was when he originally filmed that. But still, mm-hmm. though, that was a good setup. All yes. that. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, they 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 de-aged him for that scene where they were sparring, but they also de-aged him for all the additional Order 66 scenes. So yeah. it kind of tied together a little better. Yeah. And the thing is, honestly, except for a couple of scenes. In well, Revenge of the Sith, we didn't really see him incredibly well in there, so it it, it makes sense. It well, works. the well the Order sixty six scenes works better because it's darker. It was darker. yeah, and he, he was more yeah, yeah, it was more cloaked. Yeah, where well, where the, the the sparring was brightly lit. Coruscant. Yeah, I mean, yeah, right. That's good point. But, 
you well, you want to talk about how good their de-aging technology is. I mean, that was Moses Ingram back in the flashbacks as a youngling. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see what you did there. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Tip your waiter. Yeah. But sorry, I didn't deal around that. But let's go back to what we were talking about—the big fight scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's it was it was neat to see Vader get his butt kicked. I mean, it was still really cool. It was enjoyable. Like, like well, there's the little things that oh. made it so good. Like when Obi, first of all, Obi Wan damaging his face, and you see in the eye and. It was the little things they did good, like his voice was half Anakin, half, you know, Vader synthesizer. Yeah. You know what I mean? It yeah. was yeah. And going back and forth. It was the little things that made it so good. It was, it was did a you guys also through window box. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you guys catch the um the difference, the switch of the colors between blue and red? Like whenever and it, it was more of like a positive uh, Vader was was blue. And then like when it would be something a little more negative, it was like the. The, the the lightsaber or just the lightsaber being on would flash and it would be red. Hmm. Like oh, when it, when, he, when, when he first that. just referencing directly what you just said, Bo. When he when he first cut his helmet and he's looking down, if you look at it really closely, his eye is not red; it's yeah. blue. But when he looks up and then he he says the line, which will now be oh. in prequel memes forever, where he says, "You know, you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker; mm-hmm. I did." I did. Yeah. And then Obi Wan says. Goodbye, Darth. Yeah. And now we get it. Now we know yeah. why he just calls him Darth was because he is now of the mind that Anakin is dead. Yeah, he's lost. And this is literally Darth Vader I'm looking at here. There's well, that, nothing left of my friend. Well, that adds to the great line, you know, Darth Vader killed your father that he, you yep. know, tells Luke later. And, you know, so I yeah. mean, it's, it's so many good layers. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. I didn't think well, about that. Yeah, that, well, is, that is okay. very good. Let me ask you guys a question, and I've mentioned this to several people already. The one thing that bothers me about that episode that I haven't seen explained yet, and I don't know why no one's mentioned it, is what happened to the Star Destroyer? That is a good question. How is Obi-Wan able to leave the planet so easy? Did they just go, yep, we're going to leave the boss here and let him get his, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, he's he's awesome. So he's definitely going to beat this Jedi master that's down yeah. there. You mm-hmm. know, he almost beat him before. So we're just going to leave him. I mean, I, I can guess see maybe the, I, I mean, I, maybe Obi Wan has an invisible cloak because if you think about that, he did the same thing when he beat beat Anakin on Mustafar, you know. So, but I mean, invisible what? <laughs> An invisible cloak? I don't know. Maybe he's not Harry you know, Potter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was he was force projecting. Yes, you do not see my ship. <laughs> just on the radio. This is you not the ship you were looking right. for. Well, maybe this is not the ship you were looking for. But maybe it was so easy for Obi Wan to to get off that planet because, yeah. you know, they they know up in the Star Destroyer that that Darth is is hurt, and so you know if they don't pay attention to him and focus on getting him and getting him recovered, yeah. that's their rear ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's not going to mm-hmm. be happy about that. So maybe. They're so focused on him that Obi Wan's just like, as Kevin likes to say, deuces. Yeah, yeah. I'm out. <laughs> well, and I mean, the, the other surprise was Ian McDermott. Yes, he was yes, actually was back great. as the Emperor. Yes. Mm-hmm. No one ever mentioned that that he was going to be back, and he looked phenomenal. Yep, yeah, it was only a couple of lines, but it was just enough for them to for him to course correct um, Vader's attitude and get him from away from focusing on Obi Wan. He's like, right. I know he's still alive, and he's like, all right. Playtime's over. I'll let you have your fun. Now we got to get back to business. Part of me kind of wish it had been. Part of me wish it would have been Frogface Emperor, though. You know, 
<laughs> well, I mean, come on, in, in official canon, he is, I know, is now gone. I know, but, yeah. you know, for me, us old timers who, that was their introduction, you know. What was it, though? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what, what, leprosy emperor? Yeah, I don't know. It's <laughs> a leper. I, I always call it frog face emperor just because the, the big goofy eyes. He, I remember when I watched um, you remember Braveheart? Mm-hmm. You know the uh, oh, yeah. Robert the Bruce's father that had leprosy. The first time I saw him, I was like, he looks like the emperor, the original emperor. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the way his they had the, the boils yeah. and sores and stuff on his face and everything. It's like this looks like the emperor used to look like. <laughs> of course, at the time he still looked that way because he hadn't done the special edition yet. But and then if you know. if we're gonna talk uh, cameos, what about that last one? Oh, well, yeah. Let's uh, let's get let's uh, get to that. Yeah, let's build to that. Let's build to that a little bit here. Um. So, yeah, we've had the we've had the battle. Mm-hmm. We get uh, we get Leia back back to Alderaan. Yep. And she, oh gosh, this girl. I'm telling you, I just she's absolutely adorable. love this girl yeah. and what she's done playing the this role of Leia. She's got to be protected for life. That yeah, girl yeah. is going to be. I mean, she, that girl could will be 40 years old and still be able to go to cons and be like, yeah, I was I was baby baby Leia. <laughs> <laughs> but what the the thing that really really got me when when he's dropping or she's already been dropped off. Yeah. She's getting dressed. She's got the holster on that he gave her. And they go out to to meet the ship. They go out to, there to meet Obi Wan, and Obi was like, "You know, you remember what I told you? I said I didn't know your parents." Yeah, oh, man. Mm. <laughs> oh, that and scene, the, dude, that broke me. Oh, uh, see, seeing oh, him yeah. tell her about the traits that she has oh, in yeah. her from her mom and her dad, and it was yeah. like, oh man, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, I'm sorry for lying to you, but you know what? you've you've got these wonderful traits from your parents and you don't need to know who they are just you've got you've got good from both of them mm-hmm. on top I mean, of that the one scene... oh go ahead go ahead no you go ahead go ahead i was gonna say on top of the, all that good stuff can we talk about them killer gray robes he was rocking that's a good look yes. that. Dude, that was a good look that. for obi-wan yeah. that's a fantastic look hello there <laughs> and where did those go yeah you know because he's in the, in the I mean, and that's all. Go, it's also going back to the to Leia. It's like you know, the one thing that they they did a really good job sewing everything up, like storyline mm-hmm. wise. Except that Leia, she had an extended, massive interaction with Obi Wan, and then yeah. when we get to A New Hope, she's like, "You served with my father in the Clone Wars," and I'm like, "Yeah, this is you this know is him a, better." Well, than that. this is a little thing that yeah, I'm just still. Well, I don't of, know. You know, there's some maybe she yeah. was being official. Because she thought that that might get intercepted at some point yeah, or something, maybe so. And that was my that was I had that thought as well too. But you know, it's like I've even told Brock. I was like, we didn't know in 1977 that yeah. this is where we would be at this point in time. So, you know, some some things are just going to be still kind of left out there, I guess, so to say. Yeah, yeah. And then, do do we want to talk about the uh, the, yeah. the the great actor who played Luke? Yeah, we are gonna. Yeah, we yeah, will. We, we need to talk. We need to talk yeah. about this. He has a local tie-in, guys. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And I, I was so looking forward to to y'all bringing this up. Mm-hmm. His uh, this young man's name is Grant Feely, and guess where he's from? Uh, hello, we're Bama geeks for a reason. Mm-hmm. We love all things geeky about our state, and uh, little Mister Feely is uh from. Birmingham. Yep. Yep. 
He's from Vestavia born in Birmingham, Hills. lives in Vestavia Hills. Yep, mm-hmm. not so. too far down from where we were at with Magic City Con. Yep, yeah, yep. So uh, I, I think he's going to have a. a I, I really hope he has a very successful future mm-hmm. uh, ahead of him. And uh, you know, maybe when he gets a little bit older, maybe we can try to get him on. Yeah, that'd be great. I mean, he's 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 he's, he's here. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's an Alabama boy. I'd love to. Love to pick his brain about his Star Wars experience. Which yeah, I mean, how, did, he, how did you go from, you know, Red Mountain and Vulcan to uh, all <laughs> the, the way sands to, of Tatooine? Yeah, how'd yeah. you get there? <laughs> well, so, so he know, he did a great job. Just you know, he didn't have as much screen time as the mm-hmm. young Leia, but I mean, that whole entire time he's running from Reva. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but look, it, yeah, let's uh, let's yeah. let's talk about uh, oh, uh, uh, Owen and Baru, man. I think- <laughs> <laughs> Man, when Baru come, went yes. <laughs> locked and loaded, baby. Baru, like I said, Baru turned into Reba McIntyre and Tremors. That's all I did. <laughs> when I mean, it comes to, <laughs> they they take they're they're taking this very seriously when it comes to protecting Luke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's it was I mean, like I said, it was Baru went full don't tread on me when it comes to protecting the family. <laughs> 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 I mean, well, we, it, this, this that, that whole the whole escape scene was just like super. It was, I mean, just 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 no. I mean, I, look, we know what's going to happen. We don't lose, yeah, die, yeah, right. I mean, yeah. Still, though, we, know, we know he's not going to die. It's just the same as watching the prequels. You know that we, how things were going to happen, but we knew just Owen the stress and Marie was going to make it would, out. Yeah, it's just the stress of knowing. Man, she's right there. Something's yeah. gonna happen. Is she gonna try to kill him? And then, sure enough, you know, this is her redemption arc. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, this is you know she 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 carries him. You know, he hurts him. She pulls him down. He hurts himself, and instead of killing him, she totes him back over there. And of course, you know, uh, <laughs> Brew just that look on her face with, with, between her and Owen. Brew was about ready to shoot her anyway. <laughs> Did you get my baby? <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the fact that, you know, Obi-Wan, when he, when he shows back up uh, and, oh my gosh. and <laughs> Owen looks at him and goes, you want to meet him? Oh, yeah, man. that was, yeah. <laughs> Owen was tough on him. Owen was tough. And on he him. gives him the toy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He gives him the T-16 Skyhopper. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. But and then he walks up to him and just looks at him. Hello there. Yes, everyone oh, yeah. memes. Yes, and see, and that's where I, I thought that moment with with Obi Wan getting getting to say his famous phrase. Yeah, I thought that's where the episode was going to end. No, yeah. oh, boy, how did they have no. a wonderful a wonderful ending to this episode? One that I did not expect. I, I, you, I did not you, either. You, you kind of you kind of anticipated it because you know. Let's just go ahead and talk about it. You're 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 sitting there and he's at several points during the entire run of the series. He's like, you know, oh, master Qui-Gon, you oh know, my gosh. where are you? And he never shows up. And so my gosh, they got Liam Neeson back for it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my heart leapt out of my chest. Yes. I was so you happy. You just weren't ready to see me yet. Do you know the meme ability of that? That's yeah. going to be a purple <laughs> meme from now until the end of time. You just weren't ready to see me yet. <laughs> I was there the whole time. What? Yeah. <laughs> you were there when I was being crushed by thousands of pounds of yeah. boulders. 
I was there watching. Jerk. I'm, yeah. <laughs> no need for me to step in here. You got this. I was rooting Boy, for you, yeah. but I'm just a ghost, man. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> somebody had photoshopped a uh uh on the qui-gon they, they somebody photoshopped like the umbrella hat yeah and he was holding he was holding like a stand chair like a beach chair with the umbrella hat oh I just went ready for me yeah <laughs> he's been on vacation in tatooine i i do, I do want to make one off comment i i admire disney's restraint for not try not figuring out a way to shoehorn mandalorian into it somewhere yeah, As I figured that at some yeah. point they might try yeah. to do something with a mandalorian or something just to mm-hmm. keep us thinking about their biggest property <laughs> I, I thought I thought I don't think it was necessary. I don't I don't think Oh it no, was it wasn't necessary at all, yeah. Jess. It was just no, no, like, I, surely yeah. maybe. But you know, I, I completely agree <laughs> mm-hmm. because I thought when, when they were showing the flashbacks of Order 66 and that since they had already shown mm-hmm. in the Book of Boba Fett the the Order 66 flashback where Grogu sees it coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking he's gonna show up somewhere. And yeah. baby's gonna pop flashbacks. up somewhere in that <laughs> and he's gonna be like, yeah, and we're on didn't. Disney Plus, so you can pause it. <laughs> he he didn't, and there's proof because that wife of mine did not squeal. Yeah, so I know Grogu didn't show up. <laughs> so so bravo on you, Disney, for for not mm-hmm. trying to force that down our throats. We I really appreciate you keeping it on task and keeping it to the to the subject matter. But I mean, you know, the the the, the brainchild and the director behind this was Deborah Chow, and she mm-hmm. did quite a few Mandalorian episodes, which is probably why she got to do this in the first place was they yeah. just saw how good she was. Well, she's, with yeah, that. she did a phenomenal job throughout yeah. the whole mm-hmm. series with this whole, with, the, with, with taking this one on. I honestly, I thought the entire series, th- there are so many people that have just ripped this to shreds, but I, I don't understand. I, I, and I don't get that. I think the pacing of the show was great. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go back and you just watch it in all, all in one go, with mm-hmm. just just from the first episode on, I, I didn't really feel like there were any places in there where it dragged. Uh, it's just, yep. I mean, I think this this was unfortunately this one was a um, with some people it was a victim of not being able to binge it, yeah. um, like you would get from like Netflix or something. Yeah, you know, with it yeah. being episodic like this, but I mean, that's just the way things are going to be. You know, the, yeah. the, uh, the whole Netflix binge uh, model was kind of a fluke anyway. Mm-hmm. And you knew that as soon as the, the big guys got back, it got their streaming platforms up and running, that they were going to go back to the, hmm, we could, we could make it where you can binge it and then you can watch it in two days and then cancel your subscription or we yeah. can do it episodic. And then we've got you for at least three, three uh, months worth of subscriptions potentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Either that, or also, you know, everything is six episodes. So mm-hmm. they can get that free month, but then if you want to watch them last two episodes, you got to get that next <laughs> you month. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, you know it's it's the love hate thing. You know, with when you when you love something so much and you can't wait to see what's coming next. Mm-hmm. You know, and you have to wait, and you're just like, oh gosh, I wish I didn't have to wait. But it does. It makes it that much better. It's yeah. You know, not not having that way just the binge it all and just soak it all up in one setting mm-hmm. and then you know, spread it out just kind yeah. of how we grew up with tv we had mm-hmm. to wait so we got that next it's, episode. It, it, it's like we're waiting on the, the the second half of the final season of better call Saul right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm dying now i can't wait for that show to come back and it's, it should be back on very soon july 11th I yeah think it comes back yeah. you know I'm, I'm gonna hate to see that show go but at the same time i'm ready to know all the answers mm-hmm. even though we well, know so, what happens to some of those characters right so we 
so Obi-Wan took place nine BBY, which is before the Battle of Yavin. So, you know, they went nine more years until the, the, the events of uh, A New Hope happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, if you think about it, we we know roundabouts when Andor is going to take place. But mm-hmm. some there is a very distinct possibility that some of those characters that showed up in Obi-Wan may show up in Andor mm-hmm. as well. Could be. You know, we had some potential rebel leaders there. You right. know, we had the, the pilot who saved them from, uh, you know, from, from the base. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a lot of potential people that you might be able to, everyone's seen Obi-Wan, you're going to watch Andor, the show, and then it's going to be like, oh my God, that's that dude. That's yeah. that chick. And it, yeah, it, there's going to be, a, I think, of a, a lot of tie in there with, with Andor. Andor is, I mean, Obi-Wan is huge, but Andor is the one I've really been looking forward to. So, yeah. Yes, I, I mean, it was pretty much kind of laid out where Obi-Wan was telling them, y'all need to go ahead. You know, mm-hmm. let me handle this. He wants me. Let me be the distraction because y'all mm-hmm. need to, y'all need to move forward and carry this on. Yeah. So yeah, I'm the past, you're the future, go do your right. thing. And, and to make it very clear for us in the audience or the, the people watching the viewers that those people got away. Right. Yeah. So that we know that there's a possibility. And actually, I don't think I'm going to say a possibility. I'm pretty sure you're going to see those guys in Andor at some point. Mm-hmm. I mean, really. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I, I've even seen it out there that, you know, I mean, Ewan says if, if they want a next season, of obi-wan he's he's inclined to do so you know i i don't know i mean there's still there's still it's gonna be there's still more of his story that could be told past this but i I personally hope they don't yeah i don't don't want obi-wan to come back now you guys know my opinion on this Mm -hmm. we need either a movie or a show which star wars seems to be shows now where it's just focused on vader yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yes. I want to see yeah. him. You remember Solo where they had the big trench warfare mm-hmm. uh, with the trench troopers, you know, and speaking of Shane, you know, Shane was mm-hmm. working on a trench trooper for a while there as well. You know, they have the, the, we know that those World War II, World War One style trench warfare, like really bad um, setups exist in Star Wars. I want to see Vader just land mm-hmm. in his ship and then just walk through that battle, just wrecking everybody. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. More of the, you know, we got a taste of it. We got a taste of just how incredibly powerful Anakin is when he embraces the dark side. When Vader, you know, as Vader embraces the dark side and can pull ships out of orbit and tear them to pieces. Imagine what he could do to rebel ships, rebel (laughs) machinery, just pulling rebels out of trenches and pulling them and, and, you know, yanking their limbs off. And I mean, I don't think they would ever do that, but that would be really <laughs> kind of cool if they did. But yeah. I mean, I, I would love to see that, even if it, even if it came up in an episode of Andor, mm-hmm. like where they were like, "Guys, um, we were just on this planet over here, and uh, we ran into this guy that just no one could kill him. Was was mm-hmm. he black in armor? Yeah, that's Vader. <laughs> yeah, you're lucky you're alive. Just so you know." <laughs> Well, I've I thoroughly enjoyed this series, and yes. as much as I and I, I love how Ewan has embraced and he has a love for this character, and he has mm-hmm. he's, it's obvious he's become very protective and taken ownership of this character. Isn't and, it awesome that you know when when the prequels first aired, they were laughed at? Yeah, like we mm-hmm. you know everybody laughed at all three of them really. It, it, Revenge of the Sith not as much because he got a little more serious with it, yeah. and it was. The story we wanted to hear, 
But even then, it was just kind of like the sequels are now, where it's very laughable. I don't mm-hmm. think the sequels are ever going to get to the point where we all feel super comfortable with them, like the prequels have. Right. Now, I could be wrong. It well, might, yeah. But it, the prequels were 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 very were still fairly well put together. They have a good story, well, a consistent I'm- story. That's what I said. Give that's what the prequels has over the newer sequels. The prequels yep. at least had a predetermined destination. This is what we're doing. This is where we're going. Where yeah. where the the newer sequels was like, hey, we make the first movie, we'll make the second movie. People didn't like the second movie, so let's make the third movie to make the like the first movie. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, which failed. Yeah, yeah, which failed. So you look at it like you know, the the whole reason that this Obi-Wan series came about was that people wanted to know more about, Mm -hmm. you know, you have a a generation of people now who don't look negatively at the prequels. Yeah. There was some silly zaniness. Oh yeah. But overall, I mean, Hayden Christensen was, I mean, God, he got out of acting forever and then just raised his kid because he Mm -hmm. basically just, I mean, no one liked him and it almost Mm -hmm. ruined his career. And And when he came, people want more of it. When he yeah. showed up at Celebration, just the the, the fans went nuts. And, mm-hmm. and everything that I saw that he was a part in for Celebration, they just, oh my gosh, thank you for, uh, we love you. We love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank well, you for coming back. Thank you for being here. Well, and, and it's like the sequels mm-hmm. redeemed the prequels. I mean, it's it just. I, it, I don't <laughs> think that's the case. I think that that actually started happening before the yeah. sequels were ever. Well, I, that, that's just that, been well, kind of like, yeah, yeah. I don't think the sequels they, had anything to do with that, honestly. I well, think that, see, they were already becoming more, more okay with fans even before that. Okay. Well, even well, even that though, like with us, we had our introduction was the original trilogy, and now we've got an older mm-hmm. one. There was you know younger younger folks because we were all in our teens or you know yeah m- mid to late teens or you know early twenties when the sequels the prequels came out, and there was a whole generation of ten and under that mm-hmm. was their introduction. So therefore, that's their version of Star Wars. They love, and right. there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. Right. So, and now well, they're I mean, becoming my, my, adults, and you know, yeah. I mean, I mean my original... niece who was at Magic City Con, who right. when she was younger. We chose a time and age to expose her to Star Wars, so it was like let's 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 leave it up to Uncle Kevin, who's the big Star Wars fan, <laughs> to figure out how we're going to show it. I'm like, we're going to do it in chronological order. We started her with Episode One, mm-hmm. Two, Three, Four. So she had already heard the whole thing about you know the the uh, heard us talk about how you know uh, Vader is Luke's father, <laughs> but the thing was was looking at it because I, I was there with her every every movie she watched. And just seeing it in her eyes, it didn't matter that she already knew. It was yeah. the impact of the scene. Yeah. It still hit hard on her. Well, And you can say that about the Obi-Wan series. Yeah. I mean, we yeah, know yeah. the outcome of the majority mm-hmm. of these characters, with the exception of we, us getting introduced to, you know, the Inquisitors in this mm-hmm. in this particular show and, and Reva, you know, all that. So even though we knew the outcome, we still got, it's just like you said we were mm-hmm. still embraced with this, with this storytelling that they brought us. So now if we got newer, you know, younger kids, like, you know, like for example, Bo, you know, got Oliver, if yeah. you ever wanted to sit him down and watch, you can do episode one, mm-hmm. two, three, yeah. then you can do Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan, then you can do Rogue One, then you can do mm-hmm. four or five, six, yeah. and you could just continue it on like that. And I can only imagine the first time experience of watching all that yeah. in that order with just the, I mean, 
Part of me still wants to do it the the release order. I don't know. I'm call me old fashioned. I still would like to do the release <laughs> order, but we'll we'll. I, you get I, your I, Star Wars like I got my. Yeah, Star Wars. yeah. You're gonna watch these three movies, and you gotta wait 20 years, and then we'll watch. <laughs> the other ones. Dad, this doesn't make any sense. Can I just watch them in order? No. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't think it made a difference to my kids because I, I did it's, the same thing. I rewatched them in chronological order for, for my kids, and so it, for for me, I, I felt bad with it taking the you know taking the oh, vader's his dad reveal but at the same time like you said kevin it they appreciated everything based it, upon what they were watching mm-hmm. it's, it's the whole thing the journey is you know it's not the destination it's the journey yeah yeah, yeah. i mean george lucas he took he got so much flack when he did episode one and it was so different from the all the other movies but when you when you actually sit down and watch them all in order they make sense mm-hmm. yeah i mean it makes even more sense the more you put into it now you got Rogue, Rogue One, mm-hmm. which was essentially episode three point nine five, you know. So I mean, it's you got more. We, we've got a lot more content now to kind of help bridge the gap. And I mean, if, if there's anything Disney's been good at, it's been bridging the gap in content. I mean, they're they're basically building the rebuilding the entire expanded universe with uh, Mandalorian. You know, mm-hmm. we're going to have the Ahsoka series. Mm-hmm. There's rumors that we could potentially, they maybe potentially reigniting um the expanding universe uh timothy's on trilogy so i mean there's all kinds of stuff that disney's doing with this and this if this is if, if obi-wan and what they've done here and just the the, the leaps in technology with the aging and yeah. um, just the cgi and the fact that they got james l jones's voice oh. absolutely 100 <laughs> percent correct for a 91 year old man yeah playing a part that he played back when he was probably in his what 40s um yeah. you know i mean yeah, yeah 40s 50s maybe mm-hmm. i mean he the oh, fact that so good. He, you compare that to rogue one where they didn't quite have it right he didn't he didn't sound right the but in this yeah. he was perfect yeah much. god mm-hmm. it was beautiful <laughs> yeah i saw you wagging your finger bo did you have a I was thinking, like, I know what he was going on. Maybe think he was talking about Ahsoka. There's something you could probably do with Obi Wan. Maybe if they do flashback oh him and her, gosh. yeah. That there's your, there's your thing. Kind of like they could do a parallel series, you know? Because I mean, that that would be a good way to make him do his own thing, but not mm-hmm. have to be involved with. Because mm-hmm. I'm with you though. Like, really, it, it had the bow on the top. That final battle with you know Vader. Yeah. Where, you know, my friend Anakin is gone. You know, mm-hmm. he, yeah. you know, it's it's sealed and done. But that could be a fun way. I mean, she was just as part of the trio with the Clone right. Wars and all that, you know. There'll be a good chance that we're going to see Hayden again. And oh, yeah. definitely. Because, oh, definitely. Because, because Anakin was her her master. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, it's... I mean, and you've Hayden seen that will thing most that, likely be back. Yeah. And I know y'all have seen that thing that's been going around on, on social media about, you know, as, as long as the three of us are together... And then it shows it shows the three yeah. of them, and yeah. then it shows them each individually by yeah. themselves. Man, yeah, Woo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm 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 a little. I I mean, I may be wrong, and maybe nobody else feels this way, and that's fine. But I I was kind of wondering, you know, were they going to try to throw her in at some point? Yeah, or or, or make mention of her, or or in, work her into Obi Wan some way, shape, or form. I don't think it was needed. I, I, think I mean, that, it wasn't. It wasn't yeah. needed. No, it wasn't wait, wait, needed. But, it'd been but, nice, but not required. It, it wasn't right. needed, but and I, I think that's one thing I can say about Deborah Chow is she's really good about keeping it on target. You know, mm-hmm. stay on target. She was, yeah, she, was, yeah. she was good about keeping it like this is about Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anybody else is an ancillary character that is not the focus. 
Um, it's it's always about him, and in the end, it started to being about him, and then it ended being about him. Yeah. So yeah. it was his series, and it didn't yeah. it didn't feel like it was like they just tried to like shoehorn someone's story in there just to get it started. Yeah, yeah there were some stories in there that you could tell that they were like lighting the candle for us, um, but they didn't like make it overshadow. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's that that could have been what happened with Grogu if they hadn't been careful with with uh, Mandalorian. You know, I mean, Grogu became a a huge part of the story, but it was still yeah. focused on the Mandalorian. Right. So yeah. Disney has got the brains behind this now. I feel very comfortable that whatever comes out next is going to be of this same caliber, if not better. Yeah. So now that's I why I'm it. looking forward to, to Andor. See, this is what they're doing. I'm thinking about. I see it. It's always, it's always a younger version of a character. You had Baby Yoda slash Grogu. Now you had Baby Leia, then Baby uh, Kiddo Luke. So were we getting Kiddo Han next? Maybe you know. <laughs> well, they kind of already tried that. But, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, you know, he was a little bit younger. I mean, Kiddo Kiddo Han. You know. Which, by the way, Baby Han. I don't know what y'all's y'all's um um opinion on it is, but I I thought you know. Solo was phenomenal. I mean, it, it, that that the movie was what itself was great, and I feel like they really need to rush and and, and start getting the Calrissian stories out because that's one thing that I haven't heard them mention much about was getting Calrissian back and actually giving mm-hmm. him his show and giving him his story, especially if it was like uh, Billy D. Williams sitting yeah. back and actually doing like he just starts talking at a sabak table and then it just goes back and it's oh, that him would be younger. So wonderful. Oh my God! Yeah. Yeah, he's so phenomenal. Just every episode is like he's telling a story. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they can introduce so many things with that if they wanted to. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. Anyway, I mean, I, I thought Solo was phenomenal. Um, every, I have to go back and rewatch it. it. I don't I, really I, remember. I've only yeah, watched, I watched it once. I didn't hate it. I didn't like it. I watched it, and it was cool. There was a lot of cool things. Of course, the mall appearance, which was you know, <laughs> super cool. So, <laughs> well, and the thing with me was. Uh, I, I love Jedi and Sith and stuff, mm-hmm. but I feel like I like I like Mandalorian because there isn't so much of a focus on Jedi yeah. or lightsabers. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, we've got okay, fine, we've got lightsabers finally in it, you know. Now we got Ahsoka with her her blades and stuff. Yeah, but it was like for a while there, it was like this is awesome. We get a show where it's about everybody else. Yeah, mm-hmm. not the, not 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 this small sect of of magic wizards, space wizards it's about everybody else these these mm-hmm. other people right that's the reason right. like i'm really i'm really leaning towards andor i'm really hoping that we can get through that entire series without ever seeing a lightsaber that would be phenomenal they never yep. have to you know yeah. like i said i'm not hating on jedi i'm not hating no on no Sith. i know what you mean yeah you just you want, you want i'm not saying this for picture. people listening i'm not hating on it i just it's like they're such a small part of the story yeah and then you have all these other trillions and trillions of beings out there that are contributing to the the goings on of the galaxy. Let's hear their story. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, space janitors, roofers, <laughs> you know, the plumbers, the dirty jobs of the empire. You know, the guy that has to clean up the uh, the the latrine of the star destroyer. There's the new documentary the series with Mike Rowe. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, fantastic discussion. Always in, uh, enjoy a good series like Obi Wan, and, and certainly hope that uh, that uh, Disney will will do Andor right and and give us what Kevin wants because I think what Kevin wants oh is God. what's best for all of us in that series. <laughs> oh, believe really me, do. if they don't, you're going to hear about it. 
No, I don't doubt that's that. What we're you'll hear about on. it if they do too. So that, you'll hear about it that's what we're counting on. So yeah. Well, uh, anything else we need to discuss before we call it a night? I will try to get caught up on Strange New World so we can talk about that next time. Mm. Oh, Space yes. Daddy! My goodness! <laughs> My goodness! Good and we, we we did finish. Jess and I finished Halo, mm -hmm. the first season of yes. Halo, and really enjoyed yeah. it. So maybe we can maybe we can break that off into a bonus yeah. episode. Yeah. Uh, Patreon or something at some point because yeah. uh, we're sorry again. <laughs> I know we apologized last time. We still haven't gotten you a bonus episode. Uh, as well, we mentioned just, about well, we, cons and stuff, and, and the group, it's life. Life is mm -hmm. this summer is rough. A lot, we, a lot rougher than than I imagined, or at least for myself. We've been chatting. We've been discussing about the future, what lies ahead for the future of Bama Geeks podcast. So. Hey, we we are a we are a growing podcast. Well, right now we're we're trying to survive the summer. Yeah, <laughs> true. Um, yeah. It, pro tip: if you ever go for a master's degree, don't take multiple classes in the <laughs> summer where it's a shortened semester and they still want the same amount of work. And yeah. just when I think things are going <laughs> to kind of you know slow down for me just a little bit during the week, eh, yeah. I was wrong. You know, yeah. work ramps up, and so um, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, we'll uh, lovingly point you once again to our social media at Bama Geeks on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. We've also got uh, our YouTube channel. Uh, if you, <laughs> you know, if you, if you want to see, you know, video of Machine Gun Kelly, you know, <laughs> love it or hate it, you know, love it or hate it. Go to our, our YouTube and our, our TikToks and. Uh, I have more video from that concert. I posted just to see if we get more views, but uh, yeah, we, we do have some video, just a couple of videos out from this weekend from the con too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, we got yeah. a couple of con videos and, and we're, like I said earlier, we're going to show you uh, nostalgia store in Hoover. Mm -hmm. We got some videos from that. So uh, make sure you join us on the socials for all that stuff. And also we'd love for you to have us over at the Bama geeks front porch on Facebook. That's our online community. It's our own little, family with inside of a family. Mm -hmm. And uh so come and join us over there, chat with us. You know, it's uh we've got a couple new members recently and we yep. appreciate that. And welcome aboard. Welcome. And uh if you want to get uh, a a mention of your name on an episode, it's real easy. Five dollars over on patreon.com slash Bama Geeks. That will give you the bonus audio maybe in the fall uh bonus <laughs> <episodes>. <laughs> oh come on i think i will yeah yeah well the yeah. full video version of this podcast is available for our patreon members uh sometimes we'll do poll, poll topics where you can vote on something that we're going to talk about um you got some some ideas as well for some maybe some watch alongs and stuff with mm -hmm. with the folks on our patreon so mm -hmm. if you enjoy the podcast if you want to support us, help us to pay the hosting bills for the, the podcast. Not necessary at all. No. But if you want to, it's only five bucks and it'll get you all the uh, the archives of our bonus stuff and the videos and, and everything else that we do behind the scenes of Bama Geeks uh, for patreon.com slash Bama Geeks. Five dollars. And if you uh, if you still want to support us, don't want to pay the five bucks, it's all cool. Yep. You know, whatever you want to do is follow us on social media, mm -hmm. interact with us there. 
We also uh, would love for you to leave us a five-star review on iTunes and Spotify, wherever you can leave us a rating. We would absolutely appreciate that. That will help the podcast grow and reach more people. And uh, for everybody who has continually listened to us for well over a year, we thank you for that. We got mm -hmm. a lot more to come for you. We got some ideas that, as Jess said, we're, we're tossing around for the future. Uh, probably not as actively thinking about those at the moment with, <laughs> mm -hmm. with the summer, but once, especially once the summer is over and I can free up some, what little is left of this mm -hmm. gray matter in my head. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, we'll, 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 we'll yeah. try to do some more stuff. Just thanks for your patience, yeah. you know, especially Patreon yeah. members. Uh, we, we appreciate you. Yeah. But, uh, final thoughts before we call tonight, anything mm. may the force be with you. There you go. And with you also. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll call it a night. We'll call it an episode. We'll see you on episode 34. Thanks so much again for joining us. And we'll see you on social media, we hope. For Jessica, Bo, Kevin, I'm Brock. Thanks for listening to Bama Geeks. Bye. Bye. Bye.